dinner will eventually come too. Like, no, it, it's breakfast where we really waffle. Oh, oh no, oh, oh my tooth, oh, <laughs> oh my eyeball, oh blood. What the f is going on down there? That means we're recording a podcast on September 18th, 2021, which is called WTF at TFW episode 608. And I'm the host, uh, Chris Vangelis Internet. And uh, Aaron's over there. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I'm alive. I had a, I had a nice, uh, productive day yesterday. I raised 355 American dollars for charity. I, I saw. I watched. I donated. I know. Yeah, you made you made my stream awkward in a fun way. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, but it was a good time. It, that's up on my YouTube. If anyone wants to go turn on a five-hour stream with a link to another one hour of failed Streamlab streaming attached in the comments, uh, which was interesting. So I learned that on, when you stream with Streamlabs, it just tells YouTube the stream is still live even when it isn't until in Streamlabs you say it finishes. So that, that archive, uh, which is unlisted and buried in the comments of the real one, uh, it ends with about 20 seconds that were recorded hours after most of what's in the front of it, of me saying, I think I have to do this to make it end. Uh, so I learned a whole lot about how Streamlabs is a great service with a very janky, borderline unusable phone app. So don't don't bother with the phone app. Uh, TJ is also here. TJ, I don't know if you mess with Streamlabs at all on your phone or otherwise, but how are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. I don't really... I, well, I actually, I do kind of mess with Streamlabs, because I do have, like, all the notifications on my streams. So, not not on my phone, though. Yeah! I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't tempted that beast. It's not where, I, I asked, I asked at least one other, per, literally one other person who likes Streamlabs, and I said, yeah, it was the phone one. And they're like, oh, yeah, the phone one sucks. So I was like, okay, good. Because I know Streamlabs is good. Uh, the phone one just, it, it, it's not that it's, like, doesn't work, it's just it would consistently bottom out and disconnect the stream every, like, 20 minutes, and it would go to FPS zero, uh, and I couldn't live edit the stream, like, to have a BRB sign pop up without the whole, like, the whole stream trying to eat its own neck, uh, so, you know, Streamlabs, I think, maybe stick to a, to a computer for that, uh, but we're uh, we're going to talk about some transformers, and I wanted to start off with a little section because it's it's been a bit because of uh, things I've mentioned in prior podcasts. Uh, and instead of seeing what we got this week with transformers, I figured we could just uh, talk about some transformers acquisitions inquisitions, which is not a permanent title, but I just like long titles. So uh, I, I thought uh, maybe we'd we'd bump on over to Aaron'sville because Aaron, I know that you're positively swimming in transformers over where you're at. What with uh, them being everywhere. It was I, I'm doing so well that we had to do like a two hour drive to Indianapolis and around Indianapolis to find anything new. That's how great it's been. Do you wanna do you wanna give a uh, shout out to your local area people's yeah, area so they know what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know why, but it seems like Lafayette has been poorly it seems like a lot of places in the US have been poorly or oddly restocking. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, like yeah, it's been a complete like wasteland around here. Yeah. And it, it, like, you go to a, a toy section locally, and it's like, oh, wow, everything looks full. And then you realize that they've, like, faced everything. So even though there's, like, eight <laughs> pegs wide, it's just mm -hmm. eight things on one peg pulled all the way to the front. Except yeah, for, <laughs> like, 
Oh, what was the random, like, Gooey's DC products or something where they're all, like, these Stretch Armstrong-looking things, and that's colonized, like, half of the Transformer section at my Target. That's what I like um, to call facade layout, where it's, it's yeah. the, the toy equivalent of... <laughs> yeah, guys, we really got stock here. It's uh, We're doing, we got we're doing really sick, good. We got this big, sick paper cutout of stock that we've put up in the front of the thing. Please help someone. Mm-hmm. We're... Yeah, it's um no, we're doing um really good. If you want uh, uh the um t- the the latest movie toys um there here somewhere. Like, All we can deduce Jurassic is that Jurassic Park, if, we've got a really good restock of Jurassic Park toys. We think if you buy something, please anything, maybe the warehouse will remember we exist. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, I've seen just, I've seen more and more that there's still like 14 container ships or something insane off mm-hmm. the west coast that are just parked yeah yeah between like reduced port capacity reduced personnel capacity it's if you're getting something shipped from china by sea it's expected to have an additional like six to eight weeks i think is the last thing that i saw There's if it's a, coming over on a ship just because like they're just oh, sitting that, there that six to eight weeks is generous there there's a lot yeah. of full transparency in the the board game side of things i've been tuned into because a lot of those publishers are they're not like if they're not tiny indie that doesn't mean they're hasbro size so they can still share a lot of this stuff easily and basically that mid-tier publisher uh money wise mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. eating it hard right now because they have to pay uh, exponentially more for their freight to just get a spot that might show up this year. So, okay. uh, like, if you aren't tuned into the board game side of things, that trickles over to toys and a lot of other stuff, too. And I've seen the news reports, you know, popping up here and there. I'll just say it on this podcast. Uh, don't get mad about uh, delays on anything right now, because it's all completely effed out the A. And by yeah. A, I mean ass. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. So, <laughs> uh, wear a mask, get the shot. Thank goodness Aaron is swimming in toys, though. Yeah, uh, over in. <laughs> so, with that trip uh, down to Indianapolis and uh, a lucky earlier grab, um, I don't know if I talked about Wingfinger. No, because it's been a hot minute. So, I did find Wingfinger at my Target. It was the only thing out of Wave Three that was there, which resulted in me being very angry that I hadn't gone obsessively the day before when I hadn't seen anything and then went obsessively a couple more days in case just like only one came out of a case, um, which I knew to be bunk, but you know, you, you gotta hope. It means um, do- doppel Aaron was shadowing you. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no wink finger is, it's one of those things where it's like in, in video games or in, in a few different things where like you, you show the formula, you iterate on the formula and then you take the formula and you turn it 90 degrees mm-hmm. uh, because the, the two prior fossilizers were kind of beefier, chunkier. And then you have wing finger, which is a whole lot of nothing um, like volumetrically and mass wise. Um, and it it's definitely an interesting different take on the same type of of thing um that they didn't go for like you know a, a stegosaurus or a brontosaurus or something to continue to be massive and just kind of copy paste things over um 
So it's it's really interesting. It's neat that it's a maximal. I don't know that that really changes anything. Um, but I like that it's not just the the Predacons that have fossilizers. And then, um, like I think everybody else that has one of each of the three, I've then built my own, I think, version of that big crazy combiner thing. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that you can do that. And then I see people that have like three of each of them building a gigantic nine-piece combiner and go, hmm, no, no, no. I have 24 gun. I'm good. Yeah, I, I almost felt, I almost feel bad. It's like you had the idea before the toys could catch up properly to mm-hmm. to being organic for that. Uh, I mean, a lot of people did, but yeah. it, it really looks like the, I mean, I said it about the first two, but Wingfinger kind of topped it off of like, you know, the fossilizers aesthetically veered right off the highway, but then mechanically just tightened up that whole play pattern in a way that I don't think the last two series mm-hmm. hit. Yeah, the only thing that like the only parts out of the fossilizers that I really have issue with are the well, there's no other way to do it. Um it's the hip it's basically the hip piece on the first one and then like the the shoulders piece on wing finger. Um where it's the one that's like the thighs on um uh crap, I'm forgetting the name of the first one. Oh, uh um uh Rack- oh Paleo Trex. Paleo Trex. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I had the same. I almost um, arachnid as well. <laughs> that, yeah. that kind of on the big uh, monstrosity one makes the a good portion of the legs. Um, the way that most people build the giant monstrosity thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, just because it doesn't have a ton of other purpose if you're doing other things, unless you're making the like double over the shoulder cut cannon mode. Um. But yeah, the the neat little hidden part that you then jam in Rachdanite's mouth in order to make the head of everything. Um, yeah, it's a nice touch, yeah. like having one dedicated... The only bummer to me is that it's like, it kind of tells me like Wingfinger's the last one, and I'm like, man, like like much like with like animated Final Wave and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish you did just one more with all of this put together. Yeah. Well, you, see, you could have another one, though. Like, this is just the two parts that go together. Like, you know, for Devastator, yeah. you had the two yellow arm guys that combine together, but that doesn't mean that you can't do other stuff. Um, I, I know. Yeah. It's just Wingfinger, yeah. Wingfinger has that vibe, though, of like, like, hey, we're done. And it's, yeah. I don't want yeah. that vibe. I want them yeah. to do another one. Um, well, no, you just buy... Um, so I st- ha- I'm waiting on uh, the delivery of... Um, the oh, Tricranius blast Tricranius, the the guy with the triple head but not three heads, and also at the same time, I it got um transmutate. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll have those hmm. two more material. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get some some crazy colors for more material coming. Uh, but yeah, it's uh yeah. It, a little bit of more of the same, um, but done, done in a different style. Yeah. Uh, the 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 drawback on this one is really the the pterodactyl head is a gigantic thing. It looks really that, funny in every that, photo I've seen. Yeah, that <laughs> I, I kind of wish that I, I I don't know if there is a different way that they could have done it, but or or if it had a different axis, like if you could split it lengthwise and turn it 90 degrees to make it like a weird axis.
axe head type thing that then you could put some of the like arm parts up it. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Would have been a potential thing rather than just have this giant opening mouth that's just a giant <laughs> opening mouth and nothing else. It's a hand. It's it's, it's like it's like um Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like the the poke the eyes in and come out the mouth and like stretch it real bit. It's it's that. And I mean if that's what the designer was going for, they nailed it, but <laughs> It's got that real Muppet smiling look when you open the mouth and tilt the head to one side and all the photos I've mm -hmm. seen of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm hoping I can... I'm going to go uh, on the physical hunt for Wingfinger because I have a feeling that's the one that you find at stores. So I'm not Yeah, because what were the the other ones in that wave Scorponok and Trax. Scorponok and Trax. And I wanted Scorponok because of Beast Wars. And tracks because eventually it's got to be done right. But I've seen enough reports that like, yeah, yeah a little bit of a hoo-hoo on some of the tracks feedback so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- worth mentioning, I know I've seen at least two people say that they their tracks were fine. So it's very much the frustrating the plastic so thin this could be anything when you get it scenario. Um, it sounds like it's thin leg panels that sometimes work and sometimes just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, kind of annoying, but, um, actually, if we want to, if we want to just round table this a little bit, uh, I could pop in to say I got Scorponok. Yeah. The little one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, I mean, you could tell when you looked at him, but I still, when I finished transforming him to scorpion mode, I said, yeah, this is a weird toy. Uh, he's a very weird toy. Uh, I, in f- I will say, I don't think he's a standout deluxe in the line. He's definitely mid-tier, although he's loaded with character, and the transformation is very unique. The transformation has this one thing that uh if you if we were to if we were to say Transformers conversion schemes are like a universal language umbrella in which there's lots of different subsets, this transformation at the very end slightly violates the nature of the umbrella. Um because he's like we've all seen the photos, right? How obviously you can open his chest as part mm-hmm. of the transformation. Uh, his head halfways lean. You don't fold his head into the chest. You just dip his chin in a little bit, and you never reclose the chest. You just kind of grip it around one of the legs that don't fit in there, and that is by design. Um, so it's not like bad in the end result, but it feels vulgar. If that makes any sense, uh, you just kind of wedge a leg up into the chest cavity under the slightly tilted head and then grip the chest peck doors around it a little bit. And then it's all underneath everything. So you don't really notice in scorpion mode, but it makes him uh, probably the weirdest deluxe of the entire line. Uh, and it's interesting in that he's also trying to do something weird, much like black arachnia, uh, but it's it's a thing if you don't have him to kind of be prepared for that you don't get that nice satisfying closure moment. There's no tabs or anything for that weird position. It just feels like you didn't finish, but you did. Uh, that aside, the robot mode is is stocky as heck and really cute. Uh, there's a, there's a surprising amount of joints on the scorpion tail so that it can strike in both modes. Uh, and uh, his bug legs are six. Um, total three on each side ball jointed things that oddly are good at just like there's you don't have to um 
arrange them in a really specific way for robot mode, they kind of naturally, you can just push them all back together and they kind of just smoosh together into a lump. Uh, or you can make them look a bit nicer if you want, but they don't tangle up and become unwieldy, which was a pleasant surprise to me. Um, and, uh, and the, the much vaunted cyber bee is just a five millimeter pegged, uh, piece that can go inside of his, his pincers. There's a double missile for the other one. So they're five mil pegged. So you can put them on anything if you want to. Uh, yeah, he's weird. Uh, I want to say you'd probably be happier catching a deal on him, but also he's so weird that if you're kind of interested in that, then it's, it's worth picking him up. Just, you probably don't want to pay a markup on him if you're super desperate for new toys. Um, yeah, he seems like one of those that, and unfortunately with the, the way that this line is, is going, like, I, I feel like I need to, I guess they're in, he looks like he might be in, actually in stock at Hasbro Pulse. I feels like getting it at the slightly higher than what retail feels like it should be is going to be about the only way because of how abysmal stocking is right now. Yeah, and that's a bummer because I mean I and maybe I haven't looked into other feedback on him, so maybe I'm being overly harsh, or maybe people utter, utterly despise him. He feels like he rides that line a little bit. Uh, I think he's worth picking up though as a piece of interest if you if you're already really into how the beast characters have been uh, being done. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't messed with Rhinox, but I get a feeling that if you were okay with Rhinox, you're probably okay with Scorponok. Um, I still haven't found Rhinox. <laughs> Because I, I want to handle that one too, but but Scorponok is odd, is what I'll say. Um, okay, and uh, yeah, then I'll, I'll pass this little. I'm going to say round table. I'll pass this over to TJ. TJ, what's a what's a thing on your table? I mean, I could uh, I, I I could uh, confirm everything about Wingfinger and Scorponok. I do have those two in. Ooh, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for I'm it. I'm a little more I'm a little more favorable on Scorponok than anything you. He is weird. I think the only my issue with him is he feels very squat in robot mode. Yeah, like I didn't think I'd mind that until I had a little bit of trouble keeping him upright. Like he kind of has to hunch to I find to like stay on upright on his feet. Um, I mean that might that might be a you thing. Could be. He's standing fine on my desk right now. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, he looks natural when he's hunched over, too. Like, it's not like it's bad. Uh, yeah. But I, I had a feeling I might have been just a little bit mean to him. Um, I didn't mean to be, but... <laughs> yeah, because... I, I, mean, I, I mean, I like the uniqueness of him. Yeah. Like, I, I like the... Okay, okay, there is something weird about, like, opening a chest, folding in the head, and not closing the chest back up. Yeah, and not leaving but it all the, the way open, either. Like, that, you know, the part I mean, right? Like... Mm-hmm. It's it's it just feels like it's the wrong language. It's not like it's a bad step. It just feels uh it feels weird. It's <laughs> Yeah. But there's also part of me that loves things like like one leg tucks up under the under the beast mode and then the other one goes like all the way through the scorpion mode. Yeah, I, and this Which, might be a me thing too. The one the leg that that tucks into the back of the tail doesn't quite seat the way I think it's supposed to. On mine, which it, it's it's finicky. Like I, I can get yeah. it to, I can get it to at least look fine. I, I will say when when the cause I, I was when I looked at him, I was like, I think I'm just going to open the instructions for this one because I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Uh, I liked that. I actually smiled when I saw a step in the instructions that was turn the waist ninety degrees, not one eighty, and I was like, oh, oh, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting fancy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, you know, that when you think, okay, are we going to do another waist twist? And they're like, no, make it asymmetrical. The legs aren't going to symmetrically go anywhere. I'm like, all right. Like, that. that's probably part of the draw of Scorponok is that the transformation is so odd. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, actually, I was just backing that point up a little bit. Uh, if I'm going to talk in depth, I guess I round out the wave and talk about tracks. So, how's yours? Meh. Uh, There's design issue to him. Like, like for the most part, like he feels fine. Like for the most for the most part, um, I don't like like his hips and his knees are a little bit too loose for me. So he does have some issues with that. Um, I don't know. Like design wise, like I just I don't find a whole lot of favor. I don't know what it is. I was the same way with masterpiece tracks, where I feel like I'm kind of let down. But like I feel like this should be more solid than it is, or I feel like like they shouldn't have been able, she shouldn't have had to rely on shell as much as they did. But here we are, because mm. it's a it's a good sixty percent of the vehicle mode. I think is just like shell. Yeah, and it's well, it's the leg panels, right? They're like because I I tried to keep up with what the problem was, and when I saw people sort of showing what was up with the leg panels and why they don't work, I was mostly sitting there like, I don't even get why the leg panels are doing all that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to look at. Yeah, like if I'm goofing with the leg panels right now, like none of it's like it it, it everything holds enough. But it looks like it's trying to collapse all together and nothing's quite making it. Yeah. Like the car, like the car bits on the side. That's supposed to have, like, there's a peg in where they're supposed to tab into the side of those, those front leg panels and hold into position. That keeps your foot where it's supposed to go. They don't clip in. Mm-hmm. Like, there's absolutely, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no friction there. There's no like tension between the two pieces. That, that's what I meant earlier. Is there's a, I've seen at least two people say that they don't disagree with everyone, but on theirs, that like, I think it's that it must be that mounting point is the thing that works on theirs, and that sounds like it's relying on way too specific uh, dimension of of stuff to be happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a shame. I'm kind of just waiting for Road Rage now. Although I heard it's not like really that much better with with her, but. I think if mm-hmm. I was only going to get one, I'd probably just try to catch Road Rage wherever she shows up in Canada. <laughs> Does the flying car at least work? Since I'm assuming it doesn't have to fully transform. I mean, I mean, yeah, like it's the flying car mode. Like <laughs> his arms are out and his yeah, they have wings. That's, that's all you really need. I mean, every, like all that's integrated at least. You know, yeah, wing wings and tail fins are all just doing their thing. Oh man, I I was hoping that you were going to be able to like drop the real big like no. Also, I figured out what people are getting wrong about tracks because like tracks looks like he shouldn't be that much of a problem like in all the photos, you know like he looks he looks fine like okay if you're if you just have this like G one collection that needs a nice looking tracks, go for it. Like, just as he's just standing there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with how he looks. He just looks like a really nice tracks. It's in the play function where he starts to sometimes literally fall apart. Yeah. It it said a lot to me that one of the 3D printed fixes I saw for his vehicle mode was just a giant C-clip that goes under the front. I'm not in a rush to track down tracks, I guess. Yeah. Uh... 
let's uh let's pass the ball uh, around again because Aaron I know is swimming in toys uh, in the, in his area. Um, Aaron, what's what's you got one other piece of bounty that you can uh, share? Of all the... I've, I've I've got a couple others that I can talk about. Oh um, damn, I was kind of so joking. I, <laughs> uh, so uh, on uh, said trip to Indy, I did find an Origins Bumblebee. Oh damn! I want to. Nice. I want to know what that's like because the frigging thing doesn't exist in my country, as far as I could tell. Yeah, I was. I was very surprised. It was like the store that I didn't think was going to have anything. That was the first stop that I was like, "Ooh, that's blood in the water." Okay, all right, away we can go. Um, but yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Um, it's definitely that first appearance and then I did get schooled because he comes with these like five orange rods that he can't hold or anything and I was like the f- are these trying to figure out what it was and then I posted something and then was instantly told that I needed to turn in my true fan card um because it's from the scene on Cybertron of them stealing the Energon sticks or whatever you don't watch Mitt Mitty once a year oh tut, yeah. tut, tut. no I don't, I don't I know I'm a fake fan <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's in the like, uh, well here I've got, uh, the, the previous Bumblebee. He's actually like a a horn taller than the, um, the Bumblebee cliff jumper. Oh, the the backpack one. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's, he's got more the, the lighter yellow than like it's a lot closer to the even like the cheetor yellow uh than like the orangey um yellow that i feel is a little bit maybe more bumblebee it's a little bit more golden in color um but yeah he's actually really friggin' good uh the only the only rough parts for me with him are in his transformation because like the top back part or the the f- front to like on top of the cab area is a bit is like two big pieces that just kind of fold over top of each other for the transformation that then go down and flush into his back uh for his backpack it, it's something where i wish there was like a a dog bone piece rather than just a straight hinge piece because to get it all compact it has a lot of that really close to parts having to go through themselves type of situation Uh, Mm. because it's it's two very large pieces that have a hinge halfway through it so you have to like really pull it back and like eh, click past it and then it'll condense down in uh but pretty cool uses of the different panels with the way that his like the sides of his feet become part of the top of the car or of the spaceship thing, and his chest becomes the nose of it, um, with some some really cool accordioning. Accordioning. So, uh, I definitely put him on the list of of stuff what you should get. I I got to figure out where Buzzworthy stuff is showing up. I think I've seen mm-hmm. Buzzworthy at Toys R Us here, so I'm hoping. That maybe you that's mean you don't have targets. Up. It's a great American institution. No, Target. Uh, Target came over here and they just started slamming their own head in a fridge door for like half a year and then just left. And we don't uh. really know what they were doing. But <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're liking him because I got the impression that he like. It seems like a lot of people dug him. 
after the initial wave of everyone taking meme photos of how much air is in the package. Uh, yeah, I which mean, I, it's, I get it, yeah. it but I'm also getting kind of like, I don't, it's not like a bad criticism, but I'm finding it a tiring criticism to see <laughs> yeah, all the time. I mean, it, uh, it's one of yeah. those things that, you know, I frequently look on that stuff with my engineering and, and l- knowledge of the like and know that like, okay, it's a big package so that they can have bigger things in that price point because he comes in a wave that has a couple other things in it. So you can't, mm-hmm. like, it is really difficult on packaging and distribution. Like when they have the, um, um, was it the previous, um, like Marvel figures that would have like sometimes a very large package and sometimes a very small package that would all be in the same assortment. Oh, um, you mean in Legends? Yes, Marvel Legends. Uh, yeah, there was, um, oh, what was it? I can't remember the era anymore because I didn't pay much attention, but I think I know what you mean. But yeah, and then and, and that's like super difficult because if you have a package that's, you know, half again as thick, you basically have to have somebody else's package be half again as thin, or else you have to design new boxes, new pallet layouts, new, like, stuff way down the food chain versus just, like, the box is a little bit bigger than what it needs to be, and that just lets our packaging design people be done and go home and not have to, like come up with a new way to do things so one of those things that would be a boy what a just like a gimme three-point shot in an empty hoop on hasbro pulse uh, their their blog thing that i assume they still have uh like that that would just be such a gimme of a like hey here look peek behind the scenes a little self-deprecating kind of play poke fun at things like origins bumblebee and all the air in there and kind of mm-hmm. expl- boy just a gimme it's just a gimme yeah well the, uh, <laughs> you know and again it's it's the you know the rough thing that that you know, gets talked about is, you know, even yeah, you know, explaining things like that opens them up to too many other stupid people or stupid questions or, well, if you really truly cared about the environment, you wouldn't just be getting rid of the plastic. You'd be manufacturing these out of marshmallow fluff, so in case it gets thrown away, it just evaporates. Well, they don't have to read the comments. Just post yeah. the thing. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> just post it cathartically. I don't know. Because I, I, I know self-deprecation is still something a lot of big corporations are having trouble with like doing, uh, but it's a proven thing to me that when you're willing to poke fun at yourself, uh, all of your customers like you more um, mm-hmm. as a company. So it's you know that's that's my I'll just always feed it in there my little things here and there I mean we we're gonna talk about a Haslab thing soon where I'm gonna start doing it again because they are already being very bad at using a huge communication platform to do anything uh, which you know we'll we'll touch on but that's another one like packaging stuff oh you know <laughs> I could say something about that uh, that selects Galvatron that just came out has a new even greener inner packaging. Uh, that they've said nothing about, which would have been again real cool gimme of like a five second blog post. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not to go on about that, but I'm glad that Origins Bumblebee turned out. Um, and that I, I think I, I asked uh, one Ken Noise Maze about this too. It was like, even though it's tiny, it feels like it's a deluxe, right? And it was basically mm-hmm. like, yeah, like it, yeah. it still feels like a deluxe. Oh, cer- certainly. Um, you know, short of the the only. Now seemingly stupid standard complaints of like, but the backs of his forearms need filled in and things it's like, like in that. In this case, it's like he's turning into a thing made around 
circular pieces. So right. Let's just and give it, him and a it, break. And it does a really great job. I mean, he's got the panels that like fold up at the side of his legs, yeah. which really like they're not a big deal for for how it sits. But it like you know one part unfolds 180 degrees and then it flips over on a like a dog bone piece that you know folds another 180 degrees and that with the side of his foot becomes like half of the side of the car it's it's really good from a tactile engineering standpoint and does, it does lives the, on my desk does the alt mode just also grip together like does it hold when it's all put together that's been yeah. something i've been wondering okay o- oddly yes for as many tabs and as tight little fits as they are the fitment at least on mine is pretty good to the point of there are a couple of things that i wish weren't quite as as tight (laughs) like it's one of those things like damn if you do damn if you don't on a request like that but it does a good job of like all of the the stuff for the front quadrant of the leg is all on one piece and so you've got the like the two sides like the two like chubby cheek parts of his mode are his two legs Mm -hmm. and so each of those things can all be good within each other and then it's like one unit that then has to connect to the other leg and then connects to the back of the car area so it's something that that's a lot better about that than i think where they get in trouble a lot of times with panel stuff is it's a panel from four different parts that all kind of come together and then they're all floating against each other. Like, you know, the, the quick aside to the thing that I won't talk a bunch about like T-Rex or like the Megatron mold, where there's so many times where it's like these three different things are coming at it from different angles. And it's not like the first two come together and the third one comes onto it. It's like comes at it at three different ways. So it's a lot more likely to be gappy or weird or, you know, my T-Rex, all the plastic, all the soft plastic parts, want to get caught on every corner and then peel up. And so you've got to like halfway untransform it to poke at the backside of a thing with a, with a spudger to get it <laughs> to pass to the other side to then like seal it back up with a, like a firm, but steady squeeze so that the neck flap thing doesn't pop out. Bumblebee yeah. has Bumblebee has none of that. I've had that on my on my purple Megatron a little bit, um, or mm. where the the soft plastic parts have very sharp corners, and uh, they don't. They sometimes will just bite into each other a little bit, and it gets mm-hmm. a little bit messy. I love the experiment on that toy, and I'm also very glad it was only on him, because <laughs> uh, it's like it's just the one known quantity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna, I'm just gonna pop back. Oh, good. I was, I was just going to add in what I really like about that toy is the fact that because it is all and it for there's no other way they could do it because it is all shell for the vehicle mode. I love that they took the opportunity to actually give us something that's more, much closer to the cartoon proportions for the robot mode rather than like the Netflix Bumblebee, which is still mm. firmly stuck in like mm-hmm. pot belly Bumblebee look. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, the the more like slim, like looks like a person kind of silhouette. Mm hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad about that. I'm glad it was like they were able to do that and also have the Cybertronian mode look cool and like, for lack of a better term, like right to my eyes. Um, mm. I, I, I like the lack of compromise in, on both ends, given how much compromise that robot has to do um, to even remotely pull it off. Um, 
Yeah, I hope I can find him domestically. Because I've had the offer once or twice of like, oh, we can try to pick you up one and ship it to you. And I'm like, shipping that to me eliminates most of the enjoyment of it because of how much that will cost to ship. Uh, that's that's uh, unfortunately not really on the table for me. Uh, I'm just going to wait. Uh, but what I won't wait for is I'm going to grab the ball for a second and say that I got my own uh, Studio Series leader slug after our our mm-hmm. chat some time ago about how much we all hate Daniel. Um, and I have decided that I'm going to try to say nothing but nice things about Daniel uh, after messing with him for a while. Um, so there I'll go. Uh, I like that he has a little a little peg so he can sit on Slug's shoulder or forearm. I think that's very cute. Uh, I like how the box art, they just sort of opacity pasted Daniel's face onto the dome. It's, it looks very weird, and like, mm-hmm. as though he, his soul has been consumed by the exosuit. Um, and uh, I got him to seat to seat on top of uh, the, the Triceratops mode with both pegs into the insides of his legs in a weird way. And uh, boy, it's it's really cool how confident he is in how he just sits there with a giant like squat spread. Uh, just loudly, like, check it out. There's my there's my undercrotch. Look at it. Like when he's riding on uh, on slug, it's it's really, really cool. And uh, what courage um, to to make it so that the you have to do one of those aforementioned poses because the little Daniel figure can't actually functionally do anything on his own. Um, somehow he's worse than Wheelie on his own. He can't even kneel mm-hmm. because the, the the dimensions of his knees and feet don't line up right, so he just falls over. He can't stand. Um, unless you have him looking like he is literally defecating on the ground. Uh, and his arms also don't look like anything in any pose because they, they have lost any form of silhouette. And so they, you don't really see an elbow. You just see a ball socketed chunk on the end of a stick. Uh, it's confident what they did with him. Uh, so there I did it. Um, Slug is, uh, I like more than Grimlock. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I, I mean, I didn't, re- I don't hate Grimlock. I just didn't really like him that much after I opened him compared to the rest of SS86. Uh, I, st- I still dig him. He's big and fun. He just kind of somehow fell flat for me a bit. Slug didn't. And I think it's because I still find Slug's base transformation motif more interesting than Grimlock's. Um, he has to do more with his shoulder lines. He has to hide stuff inside his robot legs. Like, I just find there's, like, more interesting things going on with Slug. Uh, and uh, it's a fun, fun, satisfying transformation. Just big, chunky, fun joints. A big, a big handful of outdated dinosaur mode. Um, a big, big stonking robot. Like, I, I like that figure a lot. Um... So uh, that that was that was that was a fun one to mess with. Really puts the flavor for sludge into my mouth of wanting to get a hold of a sludge that matches those two. Um, and I am assuming from the ever evolving leak list that even when I'm handed edited copies of it on a silver platter by really kind folks, I still forget what all is on it. But I'm assuming that it's more or less confirmed. Sludge and snarl are happening. Uh, Although I still want Snarl to be an empty box. I want them to have the, the gumption to just do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, TJ, let's, let's pass the ball back over to your table in this ping pong game we're playing. That's what I've decided it is. I mean, if we're going to go like to the bigger sizes, then I guess I have to go a little bigger and talk about uh, Commander Rodimus Prime. <laughs> Amazon.ca updated my order on that, saying, hey, this was undeliverable, so we're giving you a refund, before I ever got a shipping notice. 
So I oh, no. they just retconned my Commander Rodimus order into not existing, which <laughs> which like they have him in stock now, and I'm like, well, now I'm not now I'm annoyed. So <laughs> now I want to try to catch him at EB GameStop where I can get ten percent off. <laughs> but anyway, that little anecdote. How how did he turn out for you? Uh, I'm quite I'm uh, pleasantly happy with him. I I've, I find quite a bit of favor in the figure. So he is a lot more involved than I expected him to be. You know, he like he is very much a more expensive version of Earthrise Optimus in that he is a Voyager with a big trailer. Mm. However, his his Voyager chunk is so much more involved. Like there's a lot going on and a lot of transformation that I would not have expected. Considering how just like stupid simple the original one was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this one is like this one's got crazy stuff going on. Like and even this one does like the 180 arm rotation. And it's not it and does it completely differently than how the uh eight the, the 86 deluxe does. Damn. So I was kind. Of, okay. I haven't looked at videos of him. I was just kind of assuming it was the the SS eighty six hot rod, but bigger to a degree. Uh, oh no, no, no! It is a completely different transformation scheme. Oh boy! Maybe I will go order. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what what you see in the photos is about what you would expect. He does come, you know, like the, the trailer is a big trailer. They've improved it a lot from the G one style since it does actually like have a gate that can that can fold down um the like the cannon still works i like that they did two things with the cannon one thing that people figured out which is there's treads and everything molded into the bottom so it's kind of like his roller now Mm -hmm. but uh the other part that people like kind of slept on a little bit the whole thing is intentionally designed to attach to his back for some like super mode like over the head cannons Oh, that was um, that was also an unspoken. Well, it was in the instructions, I think, but no one noticed that much. It was an unspoken intent with Earthrise Optimus's uh, tower thing too, was mm-hmm. that he could stick it on his back and it'd be like a buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I mean, this was yeah, it's like dedicated engineering for it and everything. This all, I should say, like this all does sound a lot like Earthrise Optimus, except this all sounds like what I kind of wish Earthrise Optimus had been, because my problems with all that trailer stuff on him was partly because the trailer was this anemic little thing that felt like it hadn't been fully baked. Uh, Right. And I just didn't like it at all. Like, it was... It's not even that I I find the trailer boring. It's like, also, this is a bad trailer. Uh, It sounds like Mm -hmm. Rodimus is... And from what I've seen in photos, is like, you know, using that commander price point in part to make the trailer actually satisfying um, in in several ways. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more solid. There's a ton of connection points in there. There's a drawer. The underside has a drawer for extra storage that you can pull out. And you just put things in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say, don't don't store all your blast effects in there because there's a chance they might melt imprints into the inside of it. Um, yeah, that's a fun thing now. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's, it's now proven. We've got those. I got those photos uh, ages ago of of what um, some decoys did to an Omega Supreme ramp, uh, or I guess track. So it's uh, you know maybe if you're gonna put them in there, maybe line it with some uh, some non-acidic paper of some sort. Uh, sounds like baking. Jeez. No. So yeah, I'm like 
thoroughly happy with them. And that's just... It's also me just being like a like a total Rodimus fanboy at the same time. I'm sure it helps. Uh, I'm sure it helps. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only issue I have with him is his his legs getting all the panels and everything folded together is a little bit finicky. Like, I, like there's the back panel on his left leg. I cannot completely close. It stays in place, but there's just like a little tab connection that doesn't quite reach. That's like on the right leg of my uh, hot rod. I have the same thing. Like it, it'll eventually just hold itself in there, but it, it fights back a lot more. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. just a. Th- I guess it's a thing Rodim I do. But <laughs> you know, it's it's better than things other Rodimuses have done. Uh, this yeah, this is true. <laughs> it's a lot better than exploding knees uh, or the the backpack on that MPO nine. Yeah. Uh, you know what I what I really like in him. Like actual articulation in the finger joints. Yeah, that stuff looks really nice and not like uh, just because it's not just a knuckle joint, right? Uh, no, yeah, it's the three fingers that that are uh, uh, all molded together, and then the index finger. Yeah, has has two dead like all those have two dedicated joints each. Damn, I like that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna have a look around and see if there's even a sign of that figure coming to EB GameStop and if there isn't I might just go hit up that an Amazon thing. Uh, hopefully they'll actually <laughs> ship it if I do it. Like I don't know maybe they just, <laughs> just send me another email going like yeah we're refunding you again. <laughs> I know why you keep ordering. We keep saying we can't give it to you. They did that to my uh, Mirage and Grimlock two pack as well. That uh, the Beast and G one um, two pack. It's got this instant refund notice, and I was like, I didn't even know you charged me yet. That's okay. <laughs> uh, now, I've had Amazon do something like that. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, we sold out. Here's your money back. And they did that the day after it showed up. You see, I, I well, would like for right that to then. happen. I would like that to happen, please. <laughs> um, I think that I'm, I'm fine with Amazon just giving me toys. That would be cool. That's <laughs> the opposite of... Um, <laughs> charging me and then refunding me and then emailing me <laughs> uh that's super weird i don't know i'm glad that he turned out um because that, that is a figure i'm looking forward to messing with uh, it seems like also a really nice um a really nice again extension of that commander class like we've got three of them now right uh and mm-hmm. it feels like they're really making good use of it um well yeah i think this is officially like the price point i'm happiest for yeah, like I, re- I really want to see what they come out with next at this size. Yeah, like they haven't these haven't had a miss yet. I don't think. I mean, they, you know, it's not like they're perfect toys, but it's like Jetfire, Skylinks, and Rodimus. None of them feel like you know a calamity at that cost. Like they right. they're delivering stuff. Like on Rodimus, at worst, Ro- I mean Rodimus. Maybe I guess for some would be the the weakest in that you're paying for a trailer, and even if it's a nice one, it still might not you know click with with folks. But uh, yeah, that's probably about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, my only issue with yeah, like literally my only issue with the figure is something you can see in the photos, which is the tr- the tr- uh, Winnebago mode is a little off. The vehicles, like the car, sticks out too far, mm-hmm. and the spoiler isn't above it like it should be. So that's that's literally it. Everything else, I'm pretty happy with. Yeah, like solid build and everything. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. those fun solid build, a lot of. A lot of articulation you wouldn't normally get. He's got butterfly joints in the chest. Yeah, yeah. excellent. And you get that uh, the fun pistons, right? In the trailer, they got the, the yeah, the yeah. There's actual pistons. Yeah, all the all the Hasbro folks talking about that toy were so hyped about those pistons. 
<laughs> I was like, you bunch of just deafening engineer types. You're so hype about those pistons you built in. <laughs> um, speaking of engineer types, Aaron, um, have you got? Uh, let's do one more with you. Let's do one more each. On I've, this I've got. I've got the biggin. What's the biggin? The arc. You I what? You Ooh. got the arc? I thought you weren't getting yeah. the arc. Oh. No, I said I was getting the arc. Well, I don't have That's... to demonstrate I don't have to demonstrate the yeah. the fun noises yeah. now anymore. Oh, I, I guess. know. I know. I just <laughs> I just pulled mainframe up here because the arc is, is back there and and untransformed right now just for space savings. But yes, all of those sounds. Uh it's all different mm-hmm. kinds too. Different, yeah. different kinds like of ratchets. Some of them are throaty or clunky ones. Some of them are higher pitched ones. And there's some just dead buttery ones in there as well. Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah. I, you go, you go. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, it's it's again a Titan, um, chunky. Uh, some places it feels like it's potentially a little bit uh, extra chunky and weird, um, just because it has to go. It makes a very compact shape. Um, which I'll say for the Titans is nice because like Metroplex and and all of the other like normal Titans have just been like oh it's a big thing kind of sitting down or it's a big thing kind of doing other other stuff. Yeah, Omega um, got the closest in yeah, being uh, what uh, I would call like a satisfying transformation. Yes. But it's <laughs> uh, also like a three part that yeah. all become different things, and still there were some things that were just like a little bit of like. Oh, I yeah, mean, I, yeah, I, I want to say it's, the, it's, his, it's his feet just sitting there. What are you going to do? One, one um, of the one of the nicest things about the arc is that this is the first non-combiner Titan that to me feels like is also a uh, an actual like fun Transformers experience all on its own. It doesn't feel like you need yeah. smaller toys. Like yeah. it's a spaceship Transformer. Yes, yeah, like mainframe <laughs> that comes with them. Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait, but I also tend to forget yeah. mainframes in there. <laughs> Um, about the only thing that I have issue with is, like, the panel that covers mainframe. That gray panel that you do, like, flip around, flip inside, or however that works. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, like, one of the awkward parts. The the bridge that sticks up that disappears into a, a hidden thing on the side of his foot is is about the only other weird part. Um, and his, the, like, ship pieces that are the tips of the shoulders... Oh, the Always ones seem th- to get hung when I transform them. That, like, barely kind of clamshell apart. Yeah, the you mean the ones that, like, you think you're supposed to open farther and then you've pulled them off? Yes. Yeah, I hate those. Those, uh, I, I, I would say, even I don't hate the figure, but if I want to be really, like, uh, let's be even-handed here, I'd say those, I could see those ruining the experience for someone at mm-hmm. a certain point. Because yeah. it's it's not clear at all what they're really supposed to do and even when you know what they're supposed to do they don't feel like they're doing it right Mm -hmm. Uh, it seems like it needs to open up like three times as large as it does yeah something went just like comes apart like 10 degrees rather than like the 30 to 45 that if it was on any other toy it would and also they pop off really easily compounding it like they just Mm -hmm. feel like something went wrong i think that i would bet you they were supposed to be on a double joint and it and that was one of the first things that probably got nixed um because it works without the double joint it's just nowhere near as pleasant without a double joint Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, uh, yeah. The the I, like I can't overstate enough. I'll I'll, I'll just mix mine in because that was going to be my next one. Was the arc mm-hmm. that the transformation? Um, aside from those and one other thing is absolutely excellent. The one other thing I'll just get out of the way. 
the first step of the transformation is to reveal his head. Yeah. And and uh, and I've tried to figure out ways to not do that, and it's really hard to not reveal his head first. And the drama of of this guy, this will get into a bigger thing, but like that's the first stage of my my big criticism of the drama of the transformation being oddly um, hamstrung the whole time you're doing it. Like it should be. There's really cool movements in there, but there, the storytelling of the transformation of the arc feels like it was kind of forgotten in mm-hmm. all of that. Um, which I'll expand on when we when when we move on. But like, yeah, the the head reveal part. Other than that, though, what the arms, legs, and torso do is super satisfying at times. The way the arms flip up, C clip in, fold out, C clip in, like it's really mm-hmm. cool. Uh and the 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 little automorph moments of like the, you know, like on the uh, I think it's the back of the legs and on the back of the the arms when you fold the hands yeah. out. Uh, yeah. The panel comes up as you're doing it is so cool. Um mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I also I'll also say I think that his blast effects are among the worst I've ever seen as far as pack-ins and that they don't give you enough. Yeah. <laughs> they just straight up don't give you enough. Yep, and I'd and completely forgotten about them. Because they I, tossed, I toss them in the little storage area that exists so that you can have Optimus <clears throat> Prime, who I still haven't removed from the baggie, walk down the, the, uh, the ramp or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. That ramp is so hair-triggery on mine. Like mine, you, yeah. <laughs> you breeze same, same hard in its direction and it one of them opens and the other one doesn't on mine it's actually gotten better with time it's one of those weird things for me like it's it's almost like mold release was was drying or something okay. it still is it still is really light it's not hair trigger enough that it it's like unreliable but it is very easy to pop open and mm-hmm. uh it's also it is very easy for the two halves to become unlocked from each other in mm-hmm. in ship mode uh i do have the little optimus living on the bridge um, cause I also was just wondering if he would be able to stay in there and he, he locks in really well in one of the slots. It's weird. They, they don't all identically have the same tolerance. Does he lock in at the captain slot or does he got to be like the captain the slots, side? the one, the captain slots, okay. the one, thank goodness. I, if there's one uh, that it's going to be, it, it's got to be that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so him and, and the little vector Sigma ball both sit in there really happily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so I just, I just leave them in there for the most part. Um, Oh, the the one other thing I'll I'll say, I don't know how you feel about it. I think I hate the hands, but also they are so easy to take apart that I know they're going to have an upgrade kit before I, you know. <laughs> uh, I I mean, they're hands. I don't like, like the thumb. The thumb I, is like they, sticking they can, straight can, out. Yeah, they could be better, um, but it's they, also just giant hands. They I mean. just, they, because the, the, what they do that I don't like, they don't look good as fists and they don't look good open. Mm-hmm. So I'm like that. That's where I start to really come down there, on hand there, sculpts. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's, it's kind of like that half splay, half like like I'm almost grabbing for something. Yeah, type it, it, of. Uh, it looks like a dude who's been thrown on stage who is really un, un like awkward about having the spotlight on him. That kind of mm-hmm. the hand pose. Uh, but also if you like I've I've pulled the thumb and finger pieces off without like having to try very hard so that's probably going to be easy to do. Um also that siren going by, they were mashing that button just off and on for the last hour <laughs> in the distance and I thought they'd finally given up and now they're driving by. <laughs> there was just a little like boop 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 like off in the in the much farther distance for just ages during this so recording to, so to kind of finish it what do you think about mainframe slash the bridge slash 
a return to light piping. I wish I liked him more. Is what I would say. Uh, there's a lot about him that I sh- I should like, and to to kind of put the other half on one of my points, part of it is that there is absolutely no storytelling in the engineering to slotting him into the arc. Mm-hmm. You can just leave him in there and forget about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by storytelling is I it's it's hard to really like get scientific about it, but I don't feel like like there is a big moment when he either pops out or goes in. So I just start questioning why he's even there. Um, and I, I hate to say it because <clears throat> he's, he's not like a terrible little deluxe. His transformation is actually more clever than I thought it was going to be um, mm-hmm. in, in, in both directions. He has dedicated engineering for bridge mode and for teletran mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's just, I, I wish that there was a light and sound gimmick or something. I wish there was like, um, dedicated engineered, like sculpted latches, uh, I wish there was something because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to imagine why mainframe grows to the size of the bridge and then shrinks to the size of Teletran. And I just don't really get what's going on. And, uh, and, and I'm not it, saying it, I want lights and sounds. It, it's just, it yeah, feels like it my, should be there. You know, my feel on him is like, he's, he was a very nice, like playset accessory thing that got added in. It makes a bridge for the really big thing, or it makes Teletran for, like, your other Transformers, and you're supposed to forget that there's a robot behind it. Yeah, um, also, least of, which, it, least of which, the golden discs on mine absolutely don't stay locked in in their storage oh, no. spots. They there's, fall off so, I, so easily. <laughs> I found one orientation where it mostly will stay in yep. place. One orientation, um, though, right? Like, yeah, absolutely one has orientation, to be. The... It, it has to be both of the discs with the sounds of Earth facing outwards. And, like, there, there's, like, a 90-degree range for the outermost one where it's just slightly oblong and it fits in slightly better. But yeah. beyond that, it, it doesn't want to fit. And I, yeah. wish, and I wish that that whole module, when he's in the robot sat higher yeah it kind of paunches right because because it like sits back it's it's like the you ever see like the the world war ii fighter pilots where they have their parachute that like when they're out of the aircraft like they sit on their on their main chute when they're in the aircraft it's kind of like that he's got this big flap behind his butt that doesn't even like most other toys at least have the decency to have that on a hinge so it can get out of the way because his legs can't go behind him at all if, yeah. if people can imagine me sitting here trying to do it it just doesn't happen you can't like have him sit on the ledge of a thing because he's got that also like the, backpack I, thing i found the forearm stuff oddly in the way even though yeah. i knew it was there like it somehow still gets in the way a little bit well because it's past <clears> his elbow and he's got a big square thing behind his back that fills out his profile yeah, and and the like it sucks because I love the concept of all this, and I don't want to be spoon fed, you know, the fiction necessarily with my toys. I can, I have an imagination, but mm-hmm. like there is a missing link in this whole arrangement, um, mm-hmm. and it go, it goes from the the lack of a dynamic head reveal to the lack of any storytelling in um, in what mainframe is. Well, you see, where... we were supposed to get all of that storytelling in in the show. And then no, he just we appeared out of the cloud <laughs> no, and then weren't. disappeared into the cloud. So 
Just go back and listen to us talk about the show. Well, no, because that would involve Mainframe being in that story. So, yeah. Well, he was in there. He was the one talking. They just cut oh, right, right. like 90% of the production value out of it. So, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I... I just wish that I f- it, f- it had, like, that momentous feeling you get. Like, all the other Titans do it, where when you transform them to robot mode, you just get this, like, oh, here it comes kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the arc has that in all the motions, but it undercuts it by immediately going, like, first off, here's his head. And then you have people immediately doing the photo meme of him being the, the GoBots renegade shuttle that has a head up in the nose mm-hmm. cone. And you're like, well... <laughs> uh and yeah, I just, you know, I, if, if there was just, if I slot mainframe in, even if we don't do lights and sounds, slot mainframe in and a thing pops out or something, just like, yeah. like excitement about it. Instead, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I make slot the, mainframe make the in. Gun turret things that are molded in place. Have those go from flat to like pop up. Yeah, like, like instead, I slot mainframe in because I, I want him to be heavier and that's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. My it, my yeah. my other thing with mainframe, um, while I love the fact that he has light piping, it's from behind, not above. Come on, guys. Um, and I wish <laughs> that he had, like, he's got paint apps and like tampo type of things, but I wish he had color because he's the same like burnt orange of the arc. The same gray of the arc, and then silver paint. I I, and, I wish and, that the because he has those the the spots of gradient blue on the thrusters uh, are really visually beautiful, and I wish there mm-hmm. was about four more of them above his waist somewhere. Um, like on the shoulder, he has those blue patches on his shoulders. If those had the gradient on them, no, I'm still be... talking mainframe. Oh, I thought we were talking about the arc already. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, like the arc. The arc. I'm. It, it's odd that I'm fine with the arc being pretty monotone on things, just because he's so big. It's like a matter of of scale, kind of, and that's okay. Would you believe uh, I, I've had to pull mainframe out to remember what his colors look like? Because um, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Drab. Like all all of the color went to Teletran, and even then, it's just like black and gray. On the monitors. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah. If the monitors were blue, that would be a huge. Mm-hmm. Um, if, but uh, I'm saying if, just him, him as the robot, especially since like main, like mainframe in G1 was just like how the like late 80s, early 90s would just vomit color on things. Oh yeah, his if his chest had another color around it instead of the arc yellow, that would have mm-hmm. been huge. Yeah. Uh, I just I just remembered another thing also, another piece of storytelling that like I'm doing that I think I, I kind of wish had been more maybe intentional. You know how the the Sky Spy stores in there? Mhm. It kind of there's a way where it stores in there where it almost looks like the head until you move the backpack down. Right. And I'm like, what if you could have let me plug the Sky Spy into the back of Mainframe's head to make that the head when this is supposed to be Teletran? And we have two robot modes, technically. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be kind of cool, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, like, you know, dunk on just Teletran, on Mainframe Teletran the whole time. But, like, there, he, I was kind of hoping to be surprised by him, and the main surprise was just, like, oh, he's solid. <laughs> that was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh 
But yeah, the, the arc itself, like, I do really like this figure, and I, I wanted to make one more point as to, like, why I think it's worth picking up if you if you are thinking about it. Uh, if you didn't pick up HasLab Unicron, oddly, I think the arc is very similar in experience um, in the way that it's built, because the arc has all these different kinds of tolerance um heavy set joints uh and the transformation makes use of a number of them there's a lot about the arc that reminds me of haslab unicron if that like it doesn't really make sense when you look at them but like the the physical experience is like a light version and a you know ostensibly a more playable version of unicron and that's would be a reason why i would say the arc might be worth picking up is if you want to feel like you know what a titan is like right now like like scorponok had a lot of this but there's something about the arc that just feels like almost like the best parts of a big toe bot have been mixed into the best parts of Earthrise Scorponok. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fun to play with. Like you just have him sitting on your on the bed next to you or something. And you're just like, get over here, you little lug. I'm gonna make you make you drop kick something. Like I don't know. It's pretty fun. Uh, oh, now I got now I got now I got mainframe half transformed, and I forgot how the rest of this works. I'm gonna put him over here. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh that that was that was my my third thing was the arc uh i'll say i got the eb games gamestop discount on them that really helps a lot too but uh oh oh yeah we should say i, I thought this came up but it didn't there is one thing about him that i'll confirm aaron i don't know if you've had this too but me and everyone i know has had it um if you're struggling to get the arcs alt mode to lock together in the middle it kind of just doesn't all the way work mm-hmm. um it will just sort of pop itself loose it doesn't make the alt mode fall apart it's just kind of unsatisfying yeah um yeah so that's that's kind of the flip to bumblebee where it seems like it should be because it's quadrant 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 yeah but i think when it's just bigger it's just like i can see where there are pegs and tabs on two different places and it's like the 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 parts with the tabs is like 4% larger than the parts with the pegs. Yeah. And and they just don't... Like, you can get the top ones to line up and then the bottom ones hang out. You can put the bottom ones to line up and then the top ones just hang out. Yeah, and to mildly undercut my point, that is not the Unicron experience whatsoever. Um, so that, that bit is just a weakness of the toy. Uh, but I, I feel like it is not outweighing the fact that this is a standalone Titan who has a real cohesive alt mode transformation that isn't just a robot splayed out on the floor. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's pass the ball one more time. TJ, what's one more thing on your plate you'd like to hit if you got it? So, I can discuss Studio Series Rekgar. Oh, dang, so can I. I forgot I picked him up and then I wanted a second one so much that I it popped him out of my brain. Yeah. Yeah, you go for it, though. I'll just chime in. <laughs> uh, so I am very, very happy that he is just about as uh, dumb-looking in vehicle mode as I was hoping. Yep, they nailed it. They nailed it, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is is very much just that G1 super awkward motorcycle mode. Uh, I, I, I kind of wish the front forks, like, locked a little bit into, into some kind of place. They're just... Is it is it just me or are they just kind of there? They kind of there's like a I feel like I have them in robot mode now, so I can't like check right away. Yeah, but, so do I. Uh, I I know I kind of know what you mean. I feel like there was a soft lock, but it's variable, and I, I wonder if that's to accommodate 
um, it's probably not on purpose, but it, it does accommodate like the vehicle mode being able to change shape a little bit for when you inevitably have 12 of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, I'm still trying to track down a second one because I, I, I need at least, I'm a, I'm a weird person with junkions. I need at least two of all of them because I need them to rise to self ride. <laughs> You're aware they're going probably going to remold them at least into two into at least two more junk ones, right? Yeah, but then I'll get two of each of those as well, and then uh... <laughs> look, I have a problem. Okay, uh, <laughs> my Viacon problem became a, an, an RTS junkion problem, which is now going to become <laughs> a 2021 Voyager problem. Oh no! <laughs> uh... But yeah, they, they they nailed that alt mode, and the the I think the transformation's really cool too. Like it, it's surprising. Uh, it's de- it's definitely more considering how much of him just looks like the robot mode folded up. It's more than I expected it to be. Yeah, uh, like there's there's a lot of joints inside that torso, and again, best of all, everything kind of tabs together for the most part. Uh, so you don't have the bike potentially sagging in the middle or anything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this guy turned out really well. I, I, also, the friggin' probably a little intentional ab crunch on that robot mode. Uh, is it ab crunch, or is it just this joint doesn't hold as well as I thought it would? It's visually ab crunch. It is def- it's definitely, I've had more than one Twitter message asking if that tab holds on mine, to which I said only a bit. yep yep uh so yeah dear listener don't worry you didn't mess up it's just kind of a loose tab but the the front of his crotch is the main lock and that does hold everything together so you just have a very active ab crunch really uh i'll call it an ab crunch because it's moving on the axis of those circles on the sides of his kidneys right Uh. (laughs) so answer me this Mm mm-hmm because I have not been able to figure out how does this guy get past safety standards. So these spikes um, on mine, I should say, one of them is bent out of the package. I know that that's common and that it's fixable yep, with heat. Mine too. Uh, truly, I don't know. These are blunt tipped, but these hurt when I push my thumb into them. Yeah, they stick out an inch. Yeah, like it's not a small spike. You could eyeball yourself on one of these really badly. Oh yeah, really yeah. badly. Like I guess I guess I'll say if anyone out there is like wanting to be you know like a friggin' you know jackass light and wanting to play around like oh poke myself in the face with a spike maybe don't because <laughs> these are actually long enough to for you trying to be a dumbass to actually be a dumbass and hurt yourself. Uh, I don't know. Like because they're not PVC. Um, they're they're so stiff. Like they feel like. They feel as stiff, flexible as palm plastic, but they got the finish. Oh, no, they look like palm plastic. Now, now that I'm actually really looking, I think they're palm plastic. Give it a nibble. Why? <laughs> Why? Because you may be able to tell the difference in the durometer, like, by teeth. Now, they're giving me, they're, it's the, um, you know, that frosted finish that palm kind of has? Mm-hmm. Because they're so thin, I didn't notice it at first, but now that I'm, like, really straight on, like, doing the jack-off motion on them with my thumb and forefinger, I fe- I'm feeling that frosted finish. Um, but yeah, TJ, I, I, I don't, I no longer understand safety standards again. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it just, it just threw me off, like, 
what how did this get by like why did i suffer through like soft <laughs> wings on transformers so many years only to end up with spiky junkions well let, let's be fair the the um throttles on the handlebars are really soft pvc stuff as are his ears so <laughs> I, I mean that i i kind of understand that because that's like that'd be easily breakable if they were hard oh yeah i guess so but I'm also amazed. I was gonna say I'm also amazed these spikes aren't easily breakable. I should say I have seen one Twitter post where someone said they're durable, but if you drop him a long ways and he lands on the spike, it'll break because that happened to them. Uh, so if Rekgar takes a shelf dive and lands spike first, there's a chance the spike will will break off, um, which is reasonable. I mean, you know, if you if you have him in hand, yeah. it's not unreasonable that a one inch plastic spike could break off. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, be aware of that. Um mm-hmm. I I do really like though how they like they really did the gimmick that I saw in the first reveal of like the spikes are also the hard points and it kind of works. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I I I'm actually like I I'm very impressed by how much spins well on this toy. Yeah. Um also, I don't know if you saw the fan mode, but if you if you have a second Rekgar and you just put all four wheels on him, you can just leave them in place, and he turns into an ATV. <laughs> and, and it works. And I'm like, is that intentional? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that also would open the world for more Junkion variants if you could have some four-wheelers that just work. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, like this turned out... Like The only problem I have with them, really, is that... like. His uh, his hip ratchets outwards. I wish there were. It's the old Combiner Wars thing. I wish there were more clicks. Yeah. Um. And on on my yeah that that was good. that was my that was my one fault is that it has that 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 detent that's just at that one like awkward angle. Yeah, like it's it's just a little odd when you go outwards, and and also the thigh swivels on mine. It's inc- and I don't know if this is intentional or not. It's incredibly easy for me to pop his legs off at the thigh swivel. Um, and like it, it, it snaps back in even like it almost feels intentional. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like watching the 86 movie when the junkions loses the leg on a crash and just pops it back into, into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it feels like maybe they're, they're going to do the Keith fantasy club, um, junkion gimmick of, uh, like you can pop all the arms and legs off and just swap them around. Uh, also I, I, little thing. I love that the ankle tilt is not the ankle joint, but it's the bottom of the foot, but it still reveals sculpted detail when you tilt it. I keep doing that, feeling like... Well, every every time I tilt that ankle, I feel like I'm missing, like... Like, am I, like... That, like, half his foot doesn't come with it. Why does that work? Yeah, it's because he's... Because this is a junk man. He's just... He's made of bits and pieces. Uh... And there's, like, there's like a wrist swivel. Like, and so he's a... I think he's a pretty beefy Voyager. Like he's he's got a big empty space in his torso, but like it's it's covered on all sides. Yeah. Uh I have seen a, a gap filler kit for this figure, which is kinda hilarious, like how far it goes. <laughs> uh it looks nice, but like it replaces half of his entire forearms to put in a door for the to cover the, the gap where his hand folds away. Yeah. Um it, and I don't mind the gaps on him because he's a junkie on, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've learned to live with the gaps and hollowing out. Like I, I'm not, I'm not after to spend just as much on the toy 
just trying to fill up the toy. Yeah, like, like it's a complaint. I'm not gonna like tell somebody, no, you're wrong. But like, like I saw it come up on on a on a to- the, one of our next topics as well with the uh, with Victory Saber, and I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. There's like, there's you know air holes down there. But, like I, I'm just so used to them, and I don't really like see them most of the time unless I'm looking for them. Uh. Also, just really noticing how like it looks almost animated when I'm moving his shoulder out to reveal that deep sculpted piece underneath, like the, mm. the all those like accordion vents looks so cool. We didn't even mention because we're really mature. Um, we, sh- we should probably say because someone's screaming it. Like, yes, everyone knows that his nipples are ball jointed. <laughs> yes, and the, the range is very good. There's actually quite a wide range on those. Uh, you could you could play virtual on on those things. That's a, that's a throwback. <laughs> that's a throwback. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm dead set on at least on owning. I, I'm assuming there's going to be at least one repaint retool. I'm down to own four to six of this happily. Uh, I've also cross compatibled him with Re- uh, Reveal the Shield Rekgar, and I think it works in either direction. Um, the, the deluxe Rekgar looks way better riding the Voyager bike. I don't think this Rekgar looks utterly ridiculous riding the deluxe bike. It just looks like he's riding a crotch rocket, basically. Uh, but, oh, man. They they, they got me. Because they got that sweep coming out now, too. The sweep is out in some places. Yeah, like it's being sighted in Florida, much to my shock. It, it hit ages three and mm. up already. I saw on their Instagram. So I was like, that's two Voyagers I want to buy because they look like one I already own. Uh... <laughs> I need to find another rec guard so that he can ride himself. Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting owned on these things really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, gen- it sounds like generally you're digging them as much as I've been digging them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I had, I had the G one as a kid. So this is a very nice flashback for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was one of my first transformers ever. Um, like then, so that, that also puts rec in a very, uh, special spot for me that this one fulfills. It's worth saying too. The head sculpt nails it. Like it's uh, it's not it's kind of a bland face expression, but the actual sculpt is dead solid. Uh, totally looks like him. You just kind of it would have been nice if he was smirking or something, but you know, he's got a mustache. You know, I, I'm okay without the smirk. Yeah, and uh, the mustache also feels a lot more durable than uh, Scourge's uh, little goatee thing. I mean, they sculpted this one to be bent at the bottom, which helps. Uh. But it's it's you know nice and pliable. Um, yeah, excellent. Well, that was a that was a solid acquisitions inquisition. Um, want to uh, want to take a quick intermission, and then we hit the rest of these topics. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick intermission uh, break here, and then we'll be back to talk about some vampires, some uh, some Haslabs, and uh, and I'll talk about the sweeps again. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a second. Oh, you made it all the way through those toys that we got back in mid-September 2021. Hi, I'm the editor from the future. And while we're catching up on these backlogged podcasts, I thought I'd give you a little hint that the one after this features a paleontologist. There aren't many of those out there in the Transformers fandom, so see if you can guess who that might be. In the meantime, maybe a little question for those of you in the comment thread for this one. Just a little bit of interactivity uh, across time and space. 
when a Transformers Dracula polishes their outer plating to such a sheen that it is reflective as clean metal can be. When you look into that makeshift mirror made from a vampire, what do you see? And does that very same metal Dracula become itself invisible? I know these questions I've asked over the past year and a half have usually been a little bit more introspective, but uh, I, I just have really been thinking about Transformers Dracula's uh, a whole lot. That's plural, by the way, not Dracula's TM. Anyway, back to your podcast. Whoa, we're back. All of a sudden, it was like, it was, whew, just one second, but we're refreshed. It's just like how Judge Dredd only has to sleep for t- 25, 30 minutes a day, uh, but it's, it's like you got a full night's sleep. Uh... That's the thing I learned on YouTube the other day. We're going to talk about, uh, not doing like full news catch up, but like uh, just a couple things that came by um, since our last recording. So, to start off with, um, after being on rumors lists for ages, they Target just showed off Draculus, the next collab Transformer, <clears throat> who is a, a collab with Universal Monsters. It's predictably, it's Mind Wipe with uh, a new head in robot mode. And I, so I didn't check mine. Does he have a new torso or did they just paint it really clever? It's it's it it is a new torso because they've completely gutted the Titan Master gimmick. That's what I thought because I was mm-hmm. I love the the torso is what makes this for me like the tuxedo torso. But I was also like, was that always on Mind Wipe? And I didn't know. Or- <laughs> no, no, he had a box chest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because yeah, remember he is like a vintage headmaster that had the meters in the chest. Oh, right, 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 and like the the ostensibly like parts of a cockpit or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So so Dracula's is mind wipe with a new uh, robot head, a new robot chest, and a cloth goods cape for both modes. Uh, and that that won me over. The tuxedo and the cape, hardcore won me over. Um, I'm I'm hoping this just shows. I mean, that's up your a, daily attire, right? It is. Um, it, it's, they finally made a transformer of me, basically. Like, I, you know, I, I basically have that haircut. You know, I, I wear tuxedos all the time. Uh, I'm hyped for this. I hope we get an, an EB GameStop slash Toys R Us distro on this in Canada so I don't have to think. Um, he's, he's up at Target for all the rest of you all. They also revealed Road Rage with him, but we know what Road Rage looks like. And it was like the least surprising reveal in the world, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was nice confirmation at least. Um, I I love this. Uh, this is continuing all the great stuff of collab. It's a brand new character. I can start coming up with head cannon for whoever this is. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, Draculus? I I think he's uh, interesting. I mean, not as soon as they like Dracula crossover, it was pretty clear who it was going to be. So it's not like there's any anything groundbreaking on that. More so, to my interest is. If it's Universal Monsters crossover, do you think they'll do other Universal Monsters? I've seen a so, lot of lists of uh, of fan mm-hmm. ideas. TJ, though, have you seen mm-hmm. what are you going to say? I mean, the fascinating thing to, about this to me is that that's what Hasbro wanted to do once upon a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, those yeah, those pictures were making the rounds that day when Dracula's gun <laughs> revealed. Uh, yeah, I, I I've had more than one debate already. Like, okay, who else would it be? Like, what would you make Frankenstein out of? Like, who would be the, you know, the creature from the Black Lagoon? And then you troll everybody with the forty dollar Invisible Man. <laughs> I love it though. I love it though. Uh, I I saw you just hit back in. It's the Invisible Man, but it's just a repack of Mirage. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's just it's just an empty box. You just dial it all the way up to eleven. Oh, so it's a redeco. Repackers got all of them. It's a redeco of Studio Series Snarl. Then I was waiting good. for that. Uh, <laughs> I was. I saw like you know. I saw people who were just like pulling from the other Decepticon headmasters and going like, "Well, the Wolfman out of out of Weird Wolf, uh, Skullcruncher yeah. into the creature, yeah. like you know, or to Frankenstein, you know, if, if you want to do it." Uh, but I think Skullcruncher to creature would be better. It would make more sense. Yeah, it would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, actually, Frankenstein's monster is the one where I'm kind of like, there's there's a lot of alt mode choices you could go with, really. Like, if you just have like, mm-hmm. you know, a car, or do you get really like, you know, he's Frankenstein's monster. He's a hulking beast. We got to get something with a big, tough robot mode. Uh, maybe that's just the one they don't do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you have uh, to do Frankenstein. Like what? It was that one and the mummy. I wasn't sure what you do the mummy into. Yeah, the the mummy I think is the one who could really be anybody, um, and it would thematically work because you could go like it's you know it's it's something it's a it's a creature. Oh, it's it's you know one of the pharaoh's pets, or it's a car, and you're just like yeah, it's one of those goofy um, wacky races kind of things where the mummy's now driving an automobile. I don't know. The the mummy I'm is or good. The color matches right off the bat. Go to wing finger. All three fossilizers with Just, a, yeah. <laughs> with a, the mummy head sculpted in the wing finger thing. Uh, also, it's worth noting because I think this this completely um, missed me until someone found one of these that I think they weren't supposed to find. Uh, the packaging is a VHS tape in a in a VHS sleeve. Um, I didn't notice that at all until I saw it pointed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of cute. Um, yeah, I wonder I wonder what the other ones would be. Um, but with, with the one we've got, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Draculus? I mean, it's a fun little idea. You know, when when you see all of these uh, collaborative figures that they have been doing so far, it's always been a matter of, well, what vehicle, what what famous like pop culture vehicle could we turn something into? This is the int- this this I feel opens it up dramatically because we're now focused on like we can do it just with the character, not like a specific famous vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Also, the the price point is uh, is a. I think it's a a little lower than um, the Delorean, who was also a deluxe. This is thirty two bucks, right? Yeah. What's, and is our deluxe is twenty American dollars? I can't remember. Nominally twenty twenty five. Yeah. The Hasbro Hasbro wants them to be twenty two ninety nine now. Okay. Yeah, in, in Canada they're twenty nine ninety. Well, actually, no. Now they're thirty two, <laughs> depending where you go. Uh. But yeah, that, that seems like a, nom- a nominal markup for, you know, specialized packaging, you know, new tooling, probably a bit of a nicer paint job the more I look at it with all those gradient treatments as well. And the, you know, the, the cloth goods isn't like expensive, but it's another added part of manufacturing. Yeah. Um, well, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's another entire process. Yeah. They don't normally do cloth goods. So now you have to have a cloth goods manufacturer make a stack of these things and then get them over to your toy manufacturing place. Yeah. Like I and, I, and come up with a little rubber band or something for it to hold it in the bottom of the VHS cassette. It looks thing. like it's uh, one of the biodegradable twist ties. Yeah. Also nice to see those back. I've been missing those oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the price is fine. I mean, it's not like a good deal, you know, but I think it's, it's fine. It makes sense to me. Um, 
And I, I would pick this one up on site. There's some, some collabs I've started to like. Like, I, I would like to pick up the silly Jurassic Park ones. I'd like to get Maverick sometime and, and Ultimate Expanse. Like, I'm not, like, you know, just going to skip those entirely, but I've let them slip by a couple times. Draculus is, like, just hitting all the notes for me. So I think, I think I'm going to pick this one up if I see him. Uh... And uh, and yeah, Road Rage. I'm also going to pick up because I think if I'm if I'm going to get the tracks mold, I'm just I'm probably just going to pick up Road Rage. Um, TJ, you've got tracks. How are you feeling about Road Rage? <laughs> I'm not sure if you'd want to double up on that on that scenario or not. Did we lose him? Still, uh, I'm still debating it. Uh, all right, all right, because. I don't know because there's there's part of me that kind of wants to add more like atypical female bots to my lineup, but at the same time, it's that mold. Yeah, sadly. Um, also, Road Rage is over time, uh, especially with current IDW Road Rage being an interesting character. It's like I'm I'm more interested to own Road Rage than tracks. So why is she always got to get saddled with with these sort of like mediocre tracks molds all the time? <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, two times now, right? Uh, anyway, that's that's not the, the the loudest news that we hit, although it should have been. But the loudest news that we we can hit here is that uh, ongoing still is a new Haslab Transformers campaign. Also, the I believe smallest Haslab campaign as far as its its monetary goal. Uh, I, I think this is lower than Cookie Monster but I can't remember Cookie Monster too well. Uh, Victory Saber, a two-pack of Star Saber and Victory Leo um, with a Brain Master uh, and the whole combination gimmick uh, for a lot less than I thought when this was in all the rumor lists. I was dead certain this was going to be $250. Uh, It is $180, and I think that's fine. It's it's two um, leader-slash-commanders. I'm going to say they just sort of hover somewhere in between that as far as what they seem to be doing. Um, with the additional HasLab bump of like being able to do what they want and not having to worry about the packaging size or or retailer whatever's, so I, I think the price is fine. Um, I think they look pretty solid. Like HasLab is, you know, Unicron did this too. HasLab is not trying to do masterpiece; they're trying to do higher budget but also mainline style. And that will either click with you or not. And I think that's an important thing to lay out in the front. Because I've seen a lot of talk about how, why would I do this when I got the masterpiece? Or this doesn't look like the masterpiece. And I'm like, I don't think that was the goal. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of happier it's not the goal. Because I think that would create a much harsher level of criticism I'd be leveling at it. And I think this looks more fun to me. Uh it's all great prototypes, so it's hard to like really make judgment on, on some of this stuff because it's also monotone. Um, but uh, you know, it does also have like some of the air hole gaps here and there for the manufacturing process. But I kind of have to look for them, um, and and so it, it doesn't bug me all that much. In general, I think this looks solid. I, I think it's it's an easy hit or miss depending on whether or not you also care about Victory Saber. Um, and uh, we'll we'll hit the stretch goal stuff after some initial thoughts, but um, I gotta go, TJ. I gotta go to you first. How are you feeling about this? What with this being literally like a fun meme of a podcast for a little while? Uh, they're making a new <laughs> Star Saber. Uh, does this does this clicked with you at all? Um, yes. Um, why you even ask if this clicks with me? Does <laughs> the Star Saber click with you at all? Yes. Yeah, uh, does have a be brand a new? Pass. S- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh what God! Why do I care about a you know some never never even showed up in the good cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm 
I am thrilled. I am thrilled with this. I, I love how much has gone into him. It's like, yeah, he doesn't look like the masterpiece, but at the same time, uh, he he does look a lot nicer to me just because they've got so much more sculpted detail that I can see in the grave proto. There's one thing I had with the masterpiece was it, it is so cartoon accurate that it is just sleek and smooth all the way through. And I actually like that there's tech greeble to this one. I like that it looks like a actual ship and not just, you know, you know, uh, anime fantasy, you know, spaceship. Yeah, it, it's the it's the double edged sword of of being mainline is you get all the tech greeble and you also then discover like that's a real uh, personal taste thing for a lot of a lot of folks, like whether or not that that hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen a lot of the complaints about the hollowing out too, and that genuinely doesn't it doesn't bother me because a where it counts on star saber i don't really see that much i I, it's all the stuff i've seen pointed out for the most parts on victory leo which i i didn't realize it at first because i kept looking i'm like what are you all talking about and i was like oh it's like there's some there's some on star saber if you look for it but victory leo is the one with the most of it and i'm like here yeah here's here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing remember he has to he has to fit on Star Saber's back without Star Saber collapsing. Yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. that is a huge I, part of it. <laughs> yeah, I I am so I am absolutely fine with him being lightened up everywhere you can get away with it because he I, I see it on him a lot more than Star Saber, but it it's still not to an extent that bothers me or anything that I think is unusual. And there is something to account for in like gravity. That we mm-hmm. might have to account for as well, mm-hmm. so I don't mind him being light. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I already noticed that on Star Saber's back. Like we've had shots of the gray protos at um, I forgot what shows they were, but they had the physical protos at at some show. The way they had with Unicron, you can kind of see like it's not just five mil pegs on Star Saber's back. Like it looks like there's also like you know there's a mounting system back there. Yeah. Uh. So it's it's not just like yeah, slap them on. Um. And and I, I want to you know I'll I'll repeat it just to be super friendly like I'm not trying to undercut the complaint I completely see the complaint and I hear you and I respect you and I I understand why it is a complaint and I don't think you're wrong it just doesn't really like set me off at all. Uh, Aaron, how about you? How 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 did you react to to this other than like how we all seem to know I, about it for months? <laughs> I backed it before they were done going through everything oh right oh yeah this was also this was the first fan first friday stream i missed yeah <laughs> so i woke up to yeah this. i was it was mid that i hopped over saw that it was available to back and i backed oh um, man i haven't watched the archive was evan design really hype i'm assuming he was on the stream um i forget who it was that was there it probably was Evan Design. He was he, talking about it. He was the one who did um, who did yeah. the "Let's Say Go" teaser on the stream mm-hmm. beforehand. But yeah, I mean, they were going through everything, showing off parts of it in on that stream. Um, but they were like, "Yeah, we're not transforming it because it was like their first, their their one up or whatever. Their first um, kind of like, will this even work in in <laughs> the physical realm type of thing? So they didn't want to go transforming things because then they." have broken the one that exists mm-hmm. uh so it, there was there was a little bit of uh of that in place but no i mean i i i would like to have a star saber of some sort and this one uh definitely seems to fit that bill yeah and uh, uh the the 
because uh, they showed off at the same time they showed off the cannon uh, for the tier one unlock for the VLOC cannon. Um, if they get f- whatever fourteen hundred backers, mm-hmm. and then and then there's a story past that that you may want to also talk about. Um, tier two is the display stand. Yeah, tier two is the display stand that was told to people that hadn't backed it, and not the people that had backed it. Yep, I'm already. gonna I'm gonna dig into that a little bit, <laughs> just yeah. a little bit. I'll be nice. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean. It'd be cool to get a, a nice display stand that works for it because that could go well to having him like in flight poses or even if it's just standing and a third point of contact like when you climb. Yeah. Um, and uh, and ostensibly the tier three, from what I understand, from what I see on Twitter, people seem to just know the tier three is a shield. Like, I'm not sure where that info came from. I didn't keep up, but that that's what I've seen people saying on Twitter. And that's like cool. Uh, yeah. I, I guess should we should we talk about the the whole stretch goal thing? We can, I mean we, we can. Uh, yeah. So like, so I don't mind the stretch goal thing. Um, I, I think it's weird that the V lock cannon is a stretch goal in that that's like seems like so iconic a part of this whole experience that it's it's a little bit much if that doesn't come to fruition, but. Uh, and this, you know, and the stand. One could say, like, well, Unicron came with a stand, and it's like, yeah. And and I will agree with people who aren't really into the stand being uh, a clear plastic display stand. Partly because, yes, I'm starting to get a little bit like, are you sure that's going to hold the whole thing up nicely? But also because they sculpted a cool victory V in the base, and if it's completely clear plastic, I'm going to forget it's there. Like. <laughs> It'd be way cooler if that was painted yellow on a black background. Like, you know, do, if the stand was in black plastic, basically, um, mm-hmm. I think it would look better. Um, I understand how clear can, you know, give an illusion, but a black plastic stand is also completely um, standard. It's it's a thing that exists. It's not like, you know, uh, mm-hmm. wild. Um, and if the tier three unlock is a, is the shield or whatever, then it's like, all right. Um, the reason why I don't care that much about if these unlocks don't happen is these are all accessories what is the first thing that unofficial artists and companies do when a toy comes out right so they make guns and swords for it that didn't come with the toy so mm-hmm. so the it's gonna it, we're, <laughs> it's kind of cynical i guess to say it this way if we don't unlock the v-lock cannon there will be one when this comes out so like it's fine it's <laughs> it's probably not what Hasbro wants to be hearing as a sentiment, but like you know what, it's how it's going to work out. So whatever. Um, my immediate problem with the stretch goals is the fact that I have learned about these through Twitter memes, and I'm a backer mm-hmm. of the Star Saber. Uh, so Hasbro has already started the same chain of abysmal backer communication that they had with Unicron where I feel that I'm being treated as a pre-order customer rather than a backer of a crowdfund project. I am ab- yeah. I'm absolutely very much spoiled by having been part of several board game crowdfunds, which are smaller companies for the most part, but I think, and I went about this on a, on a live stream the other day, if you're going to do a crowdfund um, project you have to tonally at least pretend that I'm involved. You don't have to actually make me involved, but right. please pretend I'm involved because that's yeah. part of the point of a crowdfund project. 
right? Mm-hmm. Is that we yeah, are you, you get the people that backed early to then become your like your your cheerleaders. Yeah, you say, oh hey, this stuff's going on, so that then you get those people that backed early to go out and talk to their friends or talk on their podcast about ah, in case you somehow missed it blah 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 and i'm super excited that blah 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 yeah not oh yeah because you bought something on hasbro pulse one time that their algorithm thinks is also related to transformers oh then oh, you're going to continue me. to get oh when i learned that last uh, night that killed me when someone on my stream was like oh yeah i didn't back it but i bought something on pulse i got an email about it i was like what the yeah like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that that set me off a bit, and and like I understand if you want to logic at me, right? Yes, logically, I can't back this harder, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like I can alter the course of the backer. You, you, you're thing. not going to buy three more, no, to, to nudge that number <laughs> the tiniest bit. But like the 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 tone of crowdfund is the, uh, and maybe this is getting a little bit cynical. It's also the only way to justify doing these kind of crowdfund things against the very loud criticism of why do you have to crowdfund this your Hasbro and when you make the backers feel like pre-order customers as well it just really sucks the the fire out of it uh and and I've I've laid out like gimmies that they could be doing with this whole thing, a backer update about the stretch goals being one of them, mm-hmm. um, uh, some uh, backer updates covering the I think fairly common question over the years of like, hey, was Star Saber ever supposed to be in power of the primes? Just do a backer update about that. It doesn't yeah. change anything. Uh, do a backer update poll. Do a couple of them about meaningless things. Ask us. Here's here's uh, two sketches of art for the package. Which do you want to be the front, yeah. and which do you want to be the side panel? You know, like anything. even like you, you you could do paint schemes. Like, hey, this one's more like the G one toy. This one's more like the animation. But, which one do you think looks better? And don't even and then ha- implement and, it. and have that poll not even mean anything. Yeah, yeah if it's <laughs> like if it's like ninety nine percent says one and one percent says the other, maybe that sways you a little bit. But if it's like, oh well, it was you know fifty three to forty seven percent. It was really close. But the designer who designed the toy really thought it should look like well, the, the animation. Well, this, is, this is the so stage that's I'm what at. We're doing. This is the stage I'm at. I'm like, no, don't tell me the percentages. Just lie to me and say the yeah. percentages match the, the the paint apps you chose. Please at least make a an attempt, make a half-hearted attempt to deceive me into thinking I'm involved. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Like I know that sounds really weird to ask for, but like I have a real hard belief about what crowdfund tone is supposed to be, and mm-hmm. like that's part of it, you know. <laughs> and and uh, it is one of those things that like. I, I think part of it is that Hasbro Pulse doesn't, like, do it enough. Like, it's there as kind of like a weird pre-order that we can bail out of on the corporate side if it doesn't work out type of thing versus something like a Kickstarter. Yeah. And and so I think that uh, uh, it's probably just one of those things where uh, like somebody up the food chain has seen Kickstarters and know that that's a thing and is trying to do something like that, but doesn't get the, you know, like what we're talking about of like the bones of it. Yeah. Well, and it, it also feeds, I'm, I'm going to try not to go on this tangent too hard, but like, I have a whole theory that like, cause I've seen also the critique about has repulsive. Like, why is it when I order on there half the time, big retailers have the toys first. And it's like, I think Hasbro pulse is very much not run by an entire retailer company's worth of employees. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a large company just trying to do more things and with the resources it has. So like I, I think part of it is also they probably just don't have enough people involved with this entire thing. Uh and I would levy the criticism, like, you, you're going to have to soon, because we're, what, four projects deep now? I guess five if you count Cookie Monster? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, no, maybe six. I, for, six. Because it's hmm. two Transformers, two Star Wars, two Marvel, and Cookie Monster. So it's seven. Seven projects in. Uh, yeah, my, my thought with what Pulse has always been, you know, they, it's still Hasbro. They have to prioritize Walmart, Target, the big retailers yeah. that bring in the most money. They can't like prioritize themselves or they're undercutting the people that pay them. I, I have a hot take on that. I think that if they were doing, I don't think they're even doing that because I think that that would involve them having the resources to track all those logistics internally. <laughs> like, I, I think that they're just moving as fast as they can with what they got. Big box retailers are just better at doing it because that's what they do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying and that, the, that that's, makes and no that's sense. Another, but. <laughs> and that's another thing. Hasbro isn't in the pro. It isn't in the business of selling toys to you. Yeah, they're trying. Hasbro is in the business of of creating toys and selling them to retailers. Yeah, and this is retailers this is are the ones that are in the business of selling it to you. And, and that's why things like Pulse and even Haslab, I think part of the reason they have these levels of jank is that it, it is a, a manufacturer trying to be a seller on a small mm-hmm. scale and they actually don't have the manpower to pull it off satisfactorily. They just they have enough to do it. <laughs> that's that's about it. Uh so, you know, I, I just ho- I hope that they hear some of these criticisms that are not the, like, general, like, oh, why is there a gap on the forearm on Saber kind of thing, but more, like, about how they're running the crowdfund. Uh, I, I would like to, know, to to believe that I'm not the only one leveling this kind of criticism specifically and that it's being heard. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think that it does eventually burn out people feeling good about this stuff. Um because yeah, people will just start to see it as a rote pre-order thing, and then they'll stop being excited to take part. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and it will become the the crit I've heard that I don't have any defense against, that it's just kind of leaning into FOMO marketing. And it's like, I can't say you're wrong, because that's also what half of Kickstarter is right now, is yeah. thinly veiled FOMO marketing. And I can't really say you're wrong. It's just sometimes it works yeah. for me, sometimes it doesn't. The, the thing <laughs> that gets me is I, I've seen a few people who's... Like, their feeds will intersect with mine due to somebody liking it or just like, oh, other people you know know this person that are like, seem to be putting out daily, like, oh, we need another 2,904 backers in order to get to 11,000. Come on, people. It's like, they're going to fill it in. They're going to, they, they're going to fill, we're, we're past Unicron. Yeah. We're, we're, we're past 8,000 backers and that was Unicron, right? Uh, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I, I saw and, someone and say like we've, still, we've gone past Unicron. Like, like, if my understanding is correct, there's going to be just, like, a chunk of them that Takara Tomi will just be like, yeah, order us 5,000. Yeah, we're we're set. I mean, we're... <laughs> and, and like, uh, we're going to do it in our market, but not your weird way, whatever weirdos. And, yeah, like, I don't, I don't even know, because you know that, you know, Big Bad and all of the other, you know those guys are going to order some chunk and I would not be surprised if they're not like communicating with Hasbro of like, look, no, I don't want to pay 180 for them. I, you know, we're going to buy 200, 300, 400, but we want it at 100 and 
30 per but or I, something you know i, I also like, think i think people are probably doing what what they by design are supposed to be doing which is trying to get more people interested for the sake of the stretch goals mm-hmm. um but like and and that's fine like, i'm not going to say you're wrong for doing that like that's part of it right um what i would say if you're worried though i bet you no matter how this gets funded the v-lock cannon ends up in there i i feel like the v-lock cannon is a lock like if it isn't, then I'm wrong, yeah. and that's fine. But <laughs> the stand I could see not happening because it's also, to a degree, a little superfluous. I could see the stand not happening to prove that their system is real, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the V-Lock cannon and the blast effects. I mean, the blast effects are just the ones they have, right? Like <laughs> that's the ones that they yeah. already have. So yeah, but they'll be in clear or something. Yeah, it's just I. I think the V-Lock Cannon's going to happen. I'm not going to stake a reputation on it or anything, but I it's, I just get that vibe, you know? Um, I, I just don't... I don't think you have anything to be worried about with this. If anything, Victory Saber is proving that, like, they can have a sub-$200 HasLab project that has legs, mm-hmm. which I think was probably part of why this happened as well. Uh, and generally, I like on top of all this, for the actual toy, I'm pretty excited about it. It seems really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh... It, it sounds. I, I think I saw somewhere on. I was. I was searching around. There was um some pre-order site that was floating a February 2023 date on this thing. Um, which which the only bummer about that is like I don't like the fact that that year is going to exist. That's too far away. Uh, but other than that, like I, I think this looks really cool. Um, aesthetically, my only major criticism is in Victory Saber mode, the new feet are a little too separate from the new ankles in the silhouette. And I think that when it's in color, that might get completely glossed over um, and it won't mm-hmm. be as much of a thing in great proto though. It, it looks like there are just like, there's too many segments down there for me. I, I'd kind of like it to be a smooth brick, but uh, like, otherwise it, it looks fine. Um, I'm, I missed the stream. Did they explain how the brain master thing is going to work on this? So there's no elevator on it. Instead, uh, the Brain Master has the face flip up from the back. Okay. And then that sets into the chest. That's fine, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't... I'm not going to miss the elevator gimmick. Yeah, I, I think the elevator has a place, and it's on the old Victory toys. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I think even with modern engineering, it's a big ask to put an elevator in there and have have the torso be not a huge brick. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it maintains the collectability it, of those old victory toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, al- it also avoids the issue that you have a compressed spring as long as that brain is set in its place. Right. So, yeah. yeah, you don't wear that out over time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm uh, like, they, they got like um, sword wielder articulation on the arms. That's a big must for me if you're going to do Star Saber. Um, Victory Leo looks fine. Like maybe Victory Leo's thighs are a bit thin. Shrug, you know. I, I like, I like the look of how Victory Leo has the Victory Saber wings folded up in his smaller wings. Uh, I think that's really cool. I, I can't actually remember if that was on the old toy. I just, I like that I'm seeing it. It is okay. Yeah. It, it's a cool bit of gimmickry. That's, that's neat. Um. But yeah, uh, in in general, I think this looks cool. You know, I've, the the grander debate about it, I think, could go on for a while. But just in in view of it as one product, I think it looks neat, and I'd like to own one. Sounds like all three of us are backing. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. 
This will this will not be the weird I got Unicron and I thought at least one of you got Unicron thing that happened. <laughs> uh, but we also will have to wait quite a while to have that conversation. Um. Anyway, anything else about about uh, Star Saber you guys wanted to say before we move on? Nope. All right. Mm, nope. Uh, let's hit those. Uh, the one other thing uh, in the news I wanted to touch on just real briefly is that there's more SS86 stuff coming. The big one being that they're doing a Perceptor. Um, we've kind of talked about, known about the sweeps for a while, and they are unsurprising. That's fine. I would like to. Uh, Coronation Starscream was in those leak lists. It's neat to see what he actually is. Um, and definitely a hot, a, a hotly discussed piece, uh, in that he's Earthrise Starscream with new hands and a bunch of new stuff and a giant chair. Uh, the giant chair does actually sell it for me. I'm, I'm not pre-ordering him, but I would not be opposed to picking him up. I think that giant chair is sick. Uh, I, and between that and the, the coronation gear and the new hands, I see how this fits the Voyager and stuff leader price point. Uh, and I'll just say for all of your sake, I get that there are folks who just categorically don't like the concept of Voyager and stuff as leader class. And I hear you, but this, this, I, this one kind of works for me still. I'll say with this one, like it feels like the fact that it is a Voyager and stuff, mm-hmm. I think gives a lot more of the feel bads than if it was just like a Voyager ish thing with other stuff. Yeah. Were it not for the chair, I would actually be right there with you. That chair did something to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's a thing we'll all say. I understand that, that like the, the, the specifics of it does things, but it's not like, you know, you can go get the, you know, Commander Rodimus as just Rodimus without the trailer. Yeah. Or, like, I don't think that the leader Optimus has come out sans trailer in that, uh, in that form. Like not, at a re- not at a retail price. Not, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not at a, yeah. The, only, the only one was uh, the Netflix one. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but then that was a bunch of other stuff, right? And, and well, I'll yeah. also say, yeah. like, I don't think Just New Hands is enough new tooling on that star scream and i was kind of disappointed that that seems to be mm-hmm. it uh i it was, it was i think matt mcnally said it and i agreed with him like star scream has different wings in the coronation scene mm-hmm. and he probably should have had those wings on this figure like yeah. that's 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 especially a if you could do something with like making his wings different so the cape fits better yeah like the, the, like especially if it's a two for one hit in that yeah and it would have just, I think, helped the. It would it would have lessened the the reuse feel bads, and it it would have just looked cool. Like that that jet with like bigger, spikier wingtips would be neat. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would have. I think it would have been a, a really good thing. Um, I don't mean to overstate what the chair is. It's just like because the all my criticisms about trailers, one could easily apply to the chair. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just that something about the chair I find more exciting because all my toys can sit in it. And it looks neat. <laughs> but uh, I'm also not on the defense squad for Coronation Starscream. Uh, it's just they, they found a way to make that work for me. Um, and then uh, the, the, the big new jam, uh, Perceptor, which uh, I think was a big surprise. At least it was for me. I missed it if he was on those lists. Um, and uh, he's got all three modes. Uh, he looks like Perceptor. Um he doesn't have all the reveal the shield complications. He doesn't have a headmaster to deal with. Um, 
perhaps it's a bit boring to do a perceptor when the 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 headmaster one exists in how solid that one was in my rec- in my recollection but uh i think the the way they really went for it on the tank mode uh does a lot to help mm-hmm. um you know whether or not you actually care about the tank mode i guess is the thing but i, I think he looked good I, I i if i recall correctly i snuck in a pre-order on him because i thought he looked solid uh aaron how, how are you feeling about perceptor i'm gonna get this perceptor I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I, I think he looks good, and and I do like that they've you know definitely leaned into this is very much you know in the style of the G1 one, and that there's also the tank mode there. Yeah, well, and that the tank mode feels like it it has intent behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's little things like it is still perceptor folded into a square, but like there's just you know the way that it can accommodate that little bit of lift to have some some of a three dimensional shape does a lot for me. Hmm. Um, TJ, how, how are you feeling about uh, Deluxe Perceptor? Um, I'm kind of in that sentiment of the last one we got was so nice. I'm not entirely sure I want to upgrade. Yeah. He, he looks nice, you know, and I do have a couple shortcomings with the Titans Return one that this one may or may not address. No clue. I'm waiting for that to come out and to actually get some for in-hand opinions before I make a decision on that. Yeah. But it does look nice. It looks like everything I would want a deluxe perceptor to actually accomplish. I uh, I think the only the only real thing for me that if I want to like be real petty is I'm like you know for everything you're doing I hope there's a little piece of glass in that in that magnifying lens. <laughs> you could probably slip one. I hope, or at least I hope there's room for a third party piece of magnifying glass, not from a third party toy company, but from a magnifying a com- glass company. Just a complete drop in. Yeah. If hey, just, here's a here's a little like one and a half power magnifying glass. Yeah, like they don't have to they don't have to provide the glass, but if there's a slot in there or if you go to I'm just gonna say it, if you go to a magnifying glass store and you like you like I want to buy a magnifying <laughs> glass f- refill <laughs> that you could fit it in there, that would be pretty neat. If there's like a little like a little slot you could just plug it in. Uh, I think that would be cool. Um, and I didn't mean to gloss over them, but I'm just, I'm going to add, do either of you guys like have any real heavy opinions on, on the sweep slash sweeps? Is anyone going to be nuts like me or are you guys kind of, <laughs> I, I mean, I like, uh, unfortunately, like I appreciate that scourge can get sweeps in the thing, but man, it seems like, like a, well, we've got a slot. I I really like that they did mirrored hand sculpts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. that's just funny. Like that feels like it's got light trolling vibes to it. So I'm like, "No, nah, that's fine. That's cool." <laughs> they, they they did they mentioned on stream that they, they are not allowed to tell you to swap the hands so you can have <laughs> symmetrical hands on your scourge or sweep. I love that. I, that, was, that was Evan Design, right? That was Evan Design yeah. hitting the mm-hmm. hitting it. Yeah. That was that was great. <laughs> Um, I I don't expect people to be hyped for the sweeps. Uh, I, I just, in fact, if I had a criticism, I'm like, you should have just sold it as a two pack. If you could, maybe you tried and no one picked it up, but like, I'm more annoyed that I have to buy it twice instead of just buying a more expensive two pack. But that's about it. Uh, color differences are a whole thing that I don't have heavy opinions on. Um, that it's toy colors versus cartoon colors, but that that's been a thing for some folks too. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's about it for all them toy newses we hit, uh, or wanted to hit. So, uh, 
I'm going to carry us into a couple listener questions. We got one here from Triceradon, uh, who's got a double questions uh, for us fine folks regarding the Kid Appeal characters. Um, first up, Bumblebee has served as a basic framework for the franchise as the archetypical uh, Kid Appeal character from his spiritual successors in Cheetor and Hotshot after G1 to his reinventions in 07 Beyond. Why do you think Hasbro zeroed in on Bumblebee as a character to be merchandised even in 1984? My first thing to say is like an important footnote to all this is that I believe Hound was supposed to be that character in Mitmitty in More Than Meets the Eye very clearly and then wasn't afterwards yeah uh, which is funny because Hound makes even less sense he's an army jeep like why would he be the one <laughs> Um, but it's interesting to think about, like the on on a meta level. Like Bumblebee does hit a lot of notes. He's small, he's scrappy, so he's able to, like in my mind, he's able to interact with humans more easily, and he feels like a kid amidst all the other characters. Um, and apparently, yellow is just a really kid friendly color. I st- that one I still don't understand entirely. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's it's a aside from just a very bright and just. It's just positive color. It's also like it's non-gendered. Yeah, I guess so. Although it makes it makes me wish it was a magenta, because then back in the eighties we could have just gotten over it and had magenta be a, a flat out. This is a color that exists. Uh, I also just want more magenta transformers. I guess. Um, but yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I I think Bumblebee just. I hate to say, I think it's because he's small. I think. Like, yeah, I, I think it's probably because he was small. His toy was on the cheap end. Like, yep. you know, it was one of the smallest, easiest things to get. And, like, I even... I, I know that I've seen in Alfie's history of stuff that, unfortunately, she doesn't have anymore of her oddity stuff. Like, there were a couple of the very early, like, had to have been done before the cartoons were really done because like weird faces and things that were like the read along books. It was Bumblebee's adventure or whatever. So I think it's a thing that they just like somebody at the very beginning pointed at Bumblebee and said, Hey, that looks like one that we can do a couple of extra things with because he's not big and confrontational. You know, it, it'd probably be really weird for like the Grimlock of the Bay movies to be the kid character, you know, yeah. this violent dinosaur <laughs> that's made of teeth and knives is going to be the ones that the kids want to hang out with. They don't know what kids want. That's what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like that got picked and then that was just, yeah. well, Bumblebee's the one that we've always done. So there you go. Yeah. That's that's one of those things that like you know, engineering, you know, very much different than a kid's toy line, but so frequently as something that I don't know, somebody made a decision 30 years ago when it was a left or right and since then we've always gone right because that's what a dude 30 years ago decided to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Uh for me it always felt very much that Bumblebee is because he is a smaller more appealing character he was much easier for the writers to just work into scenes with a human cast yeah mm-hmm. you know, like he fits inside buildings you know yeah. and he, you know like when you have humans and transformers in the same shot you know you have a character like he comes up to bumblebee's waist instead of like to you know like to his like mid shin yeah yeah, you know, it. I, th- I think it just happened to be like this is just an easier character to use. It's you know, it's he's round and cute and appealing color and all that. 
so yeah, I think it more comes from just like a writing standpoint of what's more convenient. I'm imagining this thing where like like <laughs> in the in the in the hypothetical world where Transformers were real and just cast members of a show where they they line them all up and they're just like. Oh, you, you're short. Yeah, you, you're going to get the kid, kid appeal thing. You're going you're gonna to have a future kid, Bumblebee. Come with me. And then standing right next to him is Braun. He's just like, well, I'm short. <laughs> I'm, I'm yellow. I'm round. Look at my head. My head's more round than his. He's got devil horns. <laughs> Why not me? I want to I see the world where Braun was the one who was picked. Uh, his name even starts with a fun letter the letter b uh also i'm gonna throw in i think in 07 and beyond this is this i have no proof this is just the feeling i've always had i think the only reason bumblebee went on to now become again the kid focused everywhere character is because in 07 uh hasbro was so hyped to finally have the name bumblebee back that they pushed it a little Mm -hmm. bit and then the 07 movies happened and I, i i i think there's absolutely an alternate timeline that is literally this one except that character is called hotshot uh, I, I think Hasbro were just super hyped that they got Bumblebee back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we always knew Hotshot was like Bumblebee stand-in all the way to the point where you find out that in Armada they wanted Bumblebee back. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they couldn't get the name. Yeah, yeah, like there there is a world where Hotshot is not an in joke, but is in fact just as obnoxious to deal with uh, in a toy aisle as one million bumblebees. There was a there was a, 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 a timeline where we have the uh, the hilarious Hotshot subline um, instead of Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Um, oh, I want to know what that toy line would look like. That would be so weird. Anyway, other question from Triceradon. What G1 character do you think has been a good, would have been a good replacement for Bumblebee and what, <laughs> Hotshot? <laughs> what do you think their Cheetor, Braun! What do you think their Cheetors and Hotshots would have looked like? Personally, I believe Hound was robbed from his rightful place as Kid Appeal character, as seen in the, in the More Than Meets the Eye three-parter, and thus would love to see a version of the franchise where we were sick and tired of seeing green off-roaders clogging Walmart shelves. Thank you and have a lovely rest of your recording session. I didn't read ahead on that one, so I'm sticking to my guns. Braun! I think I want to. I think Braun could have been uh, just bigger, big brother version of Bumblebee. You have a wimpier human character, and Braun's their big bro, and they have uh, they have um, you know the, I'm I'm your big brother bonding moments, and then later on we get when they lose the name Braun somehow we have Armada Burly, and then we get we get Beast Wars uh, um, Beast Wars big big fist. Uh, and we we just have lots of weird weird dome headed muscle robots as as the things that we're seeing everywhere. That's mine. As of a few minutes ago, um, TJ, what about you? Who do you think? What what timeline would you like to see where someone else got picked? Oh, that's that's weird in my head now. The brawn tra- the brawn one just filled my brain immediately, and I'm kind of shocked how fast it filled my brain. What why what happened? Why why, why brawn? Because you did you did that with. God, when we started this podcast, he did it with Unicron. Well, because Braun... And I was like, Braun's always your answer. Braun's got that look. Look at it. He's got a cute head. He's got that big... The big... He's got a cute head. The big spherical dome head. You just want to pat him. He's he's like... He's just... He's like a bumblebee who lifts. You know, he's he's like a less squishy, more uh, more meaty when you, when you squeeze his arms. <laughs> I don't know. Name me a character. I can come up with. I can come up with the Cheetor and the Hotshot. I feel like I got that that on lock here. Just give me anyone. 
tracks. God, I'm trying. <laughs> no. Cosmos. Cosmos? All right. Cosmos. Cosmos Trump. would actually be be kind of cute as a mascot. He, yeah. he, you know what? If they decided green was the color, and then they went like hounds too tall, Cosmos would have been right there, next in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, D- there's part of me where in my alternate timeline it would have been Wind Charger. Just because when we get to Beast Wars, we could keep the exact same name and just make him a red bird, like a robin or something. Oh, Wind Charger mm. also fits a car and red, you know, red being another notable, like, kids love it color, according to decades of, of Super Sentai, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, and then, yeah, oh, like a red bird as, like, that's the twist in Beast Wars. And then in Armada, mm-hmm. they try to bring Wind Charger back. They somehow lost the name, so they're like, oh. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Air Rusher. And then we have, like, you know, five years of fandom jokes about how terrible a name Air Rusher is. And then we're all, like, you know, doing backflips when they get Windcharger back. I, I can see that. Uh, Cosmos, uh, you know, we get to Beast Wars and they're like, well, <laughs> what's this? Cryptid. It's a Bigfoot. Uh, bright green Bigfoot who's just called Cosmos because he was brought there by aliens. And then in, uh, in Armada, they're just like, hey, no one took the name Cosmos, but it's 2003, whatever, 2002. We're going to be clever. Uh, so we're, we're going to call him uh, Cosmotron. And then we have like a little like decade long thing of like of Cosmos, not Cosmotron. And then by the time we hit the 2010s. They- but they do something else. It's like blue instead of green. Yeah. Because of a, mm-hmm. of a language translation error or something between the U.S. and Japan, and it wasn't fixed until it was too late. Well, then, then we get to Animated, and Derek Wyatt, such a super fan, Cosmos and Cosmotron are both in Animated with their respective color schemes. Um, the, and it's always the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme. Yeah, and then, and then in the, uh, I don't know, in a BotCon story or something, they have like a fun aside about, like, they do all the Rumble and Frenzy stuff, but it's Cosmos and Cosmotron. Uh, I, hey, I, it turns out we're a lens into every alternate timeline of Transformers fandom. So, hey, you should feel good about listening to this podcast. We can, we can see all of it. We're the, 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 we're the friggin', I hate doing Marvel references. Damn it. Don't do this. We're the TVA. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly where my brain went too. So don't worry about it. Uh, um, anyway, hope, <laughs> hope that answered your question, Triceradon. Uh, I also got a, a couple questions here from Carito. Says, uh, hello once again. Mr. Vangelis and the Vangelots have come back uh, with a few questions. If still allowed to send some, you're allowed to send some. Question number one, listening to some old episodes. I remember some years ago, I asked you guys, what is a toy line you'd like to own every toy of? And now I'm thinking of a similar question. If you could subscribe to a toy line so you could own for free every future release as they got released, what toy line would you pick? Can I say the caveat, let's leave out resale value of like just picking like NECA Ninja Turtles or something where you're just guaranteed all these toys you can sell for an extra 50 bucks later um, and make it more about like what you actually want to own um, at which point boy do I get analysis paralysis jeez there's a lot of toy lines okay. I want to own just- okay <laughs> okay how wide can I go with this Lego that's a, that's Holy. a wide berth Okay, I'll 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 pull it in, I'll pull it in then from the madness that would just be like one of everything Lego please and then are you just build a new house out of it because I yeah. I'd need to do are that. Are you just going to say one of every you'd... modular cuz that's about as nuts. <laughs> well, no, no, that wouldn't be because that's one a year. I is guess. there is there normal outlay? 
and about a hundred dollars, that'd actually be a pretty cheap like subscription thing. And yes, that I mean, would have te- been but- what my brought in like. <laughs> I mean, but but technically, that is the Lego Creator line, which has a lot of sets to yeah. it. it's just I mean, that's just I, the top I, I, of the I, line. I, I, I could like, well, no, I mean, they've started to get kind of like. Go and look at some of the. Uh, well, I'm not sure where those are actually falling now, but now they're doing like, um, like Dom's Camaro, I think is in Creator. Um, <laughs> it's just a Camaro. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it's sitting back there. It has like but a thing that you the... twist down, and it does the wheelie jump. Thing. Okay, okay, I take it back. Does that's it, actually does, pretty cool. Does it, does it and, have a brick? Does it does it have a brick that just reads family? Uh, no, it doesn't, because it came out before the memes. Um, but it has, like, a NOS tank in the back of it, too. Um, a few other things. But, I mean, inside the creator line, you do have, like, the Coliseum that I think is currently their biggest sets, or one of their biggest sets uh, that's out. It's, like, four, 550 bucks. But, yeah. Yeah, so, like, Porsche 911's in there. Um, roller coasters in there. All of the modulars are in there. Um, like that'd be a line. That'd be it. Something's in there that I'm going to talk about. What my, what we got this week? Because I finally built it. Hey. Oh. I think Lego is. I bet you, if someone were actually coming up with this as a contest, Lego would be removed like immediately. Like it's it's yeah. such an abusable toy company to just pick a line. No, I want one of everything because he's just like all their. All their lines tend to go pretty long unless they're super tied to like a movie, right? And even then, it's like a year at least of, of releases I generally. Mean, so the thing is they they keep the same they've done a pretty good job of keeping the same like themes but changing it year over year. Because, like, their city theme will be, like, fire one year, and then, like, construction the next year, and then, like, a space, not, like, space, like, like, Lego space that we had as kids, but, like, you know, the launch tower thing like city space stuff and then well i don't think they're doing police anymore after last year Mm -hmm. um for a while because police stuff and politics and don't talk about politics and the threat especially about lego oh i didn't even have Um, to say it that's so cool yeah um but like they'll go through things like that and then i mean they have their own internal stuff they've got like ninjago uh they'll eternally have star wars because everybody loves that money um Let's see what their sets by theme are. Um, the stuff that they just come up with. Karita's just like, I didn't ask a Lego question. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd be like Lego modulars and get one really nice thing per year or creator or spin that even to like the idea. Most of the ideas things are cool. Just sometimes it's like, uh, oh, uh, well, let's let's let's. We know Aaron would figure out a Lego thing. You probably. Yeah. I, I assume this was real, and they didn't strike out Lego entirely. You'd probably power game whatever their le- legalese yeah. was to like maximize the Lego. Ooh, like any of the stuff that comes with the power functions. Yeah, the giant like six hundred dollars <laughs> sets where it's a like for a small upgrade, you can actually use it as an excavator on your job site. 
Don't let Aaron do this. Don't let Aaron do I'm just putting this out there. Whoever's listening going like, when I'm a millionaire, when I'm a millionaire and I'm going to put this contest up, like Aaron's going to ruin your contest. He's going to figure out how to, how to make you fund his entire construction outfit somehow entirely on the back of Lego power bricks. And then you're going to feel foolish that you gave that to him for free. Just what? Look at the giant excavator. (laughs) I see the giant excavator. Uh, I was waiting for the price to pop up. That's a pretty giant price. Uh huh. That's a that's a half a grand excavator, roughly. Uh, all right. Well, TJ. Um, unless it's more Lego, in which case that's fine. But uh, what what would you want to subscribe to? I thought about Lego <laughs> because for the same reason, it's it is it's a massive massive toy line. How much you know? How much can I fit under that umbrella? You know what? Um, so before you go, little thing. Would either of you do Lego if they said you're also not allowed to ever resell any of it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Could I give it away? You could. Okay, because that would eventually become a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get King Midas to just drown under all the Lego. Uh, but yeah, TJ, what, what would yours be other than Lego? Uh. My my thoughts were like, okay, what's a line that I would really like, but is very cost prohibitive, especially if I want to get ev- literally everything from it. And also, what's a toy line that's not going to conk out on me two years after I get this wish? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so like, because I, I like because I I can't go to like obsessions like my Mega Man stuff because Mega Man gets like four toys a year, and then it's a completely different line from a completely different company the next year. Yeah. And it never goes anywhere. So, uh, no, I it, it mean, it mean, it's a stock answer for me, but it would definitely be the common rider stuff, just because I usually have fun. It's usually a toy line I have fun with, and even I, I'd say half the time I'm tempted to grab just literally everything. Every you know, zero one, I grabbed literally everything I could. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just it's one where I feel like I'm not going to get sick of it if I just keep getting it over and over and over again. Yeah, like. like there's part of me that would like get another Lego set in and go, <sighs> all right, it's on the pile. Aaron's just, <laughs> Aaron's just like, that's not possible for me. That's <laughs> I'm, yeah. I can't get sick of I, it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. You can. <laughs> don't, don't paint me into a cartoon character. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking about this. There's a couple of them. So there's the ones where I'm like, what's a toy line where I'm just annoyed that I keep missing releases and then I don't want to play catch up, uh, which would be stuff like mastermind creations reformatted where I like, there's so much of it I want to own and suddenly all of it's out. And I'm like, wait, I just missed the last two years of releases. Oh no. Um, and then there's, but then I'm also thinking like, um, like with Common Rider, like if I could, if I could somehow umbrella Sodo and Shodo and Chodo, like all all the four inch scale candy toy Tokusatsu stuff Bandai does, that would be one. But that would be quite a bit of legalese. Uh, if I had to give a super simple answer, with the caveat that maybe you go back and get me all the ones I missed, uh, Beast Box would be the one that feels like it could be a subscription toy line, even. Uh, if I just had in the Beast Box Club, and every month I get a little box that transforms into a thing, uh, I would love to sign up for that subscription. Like that would be super fun. I would also like that one to be retroactive because I've missed so much Beast Box 
for since like the elephant uh i i have a lot of catch up i would like to do on that line but in a hypothetical uh like you know without specifics beast box actually fits the bill really well for me little transformers it's probably an affordable subscription i i am kind of skipping past the part where it's like you get everything for free because then i am going to just pick something like kurokarakuri where it's like yeah i want every 550 dollar transformer action figure by by uh sentinel not sentinel but by uh chemical attack team please Yes, for free. Please. Hot toys. Just one of every hot toy. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hot toys is the one where I would immediately say, like, we're going to have an inspector come in to make sure this isn't some investment game you're playing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually wouldn't want hot toys because I'd, even if I was getting them for free, like, I just don't find them yeah. very fun. Like, I, I think I'd, I'd hit the worst version of the Lego thing where I just feel like I'm getting buried under bricks of latex and cloth uh or whatever mm-hmm. else they're making suits out of um anyway, uh, Carito would pick power rangers lightning collection which is totally a solid pick too is assuming that that line you know continues as it seems to be um but after he also says after finally receiving a package from a five-month wait would go with the die body productions polinian toy line if you don't know what that is all i will say is uh tj they're making a knockoff Mega Man toy I'm just gonna do a quick. I I need I need clarification on that because I'm looking. I, I googled that, and what I'm getting looks more like if uh, Drossel from Fireball mixed with Mega Man characters. Oh, I recognize these, and yeah, I got the same vibe. They're like Drossel. If Drossel was a Mega Man Reploid who was like a different species of Reploid that then went on and scioned like family trees of offspring. Yeah, like, if there's a specific one that is, like, literally, hey, we're just doing a Mega Man, don't tell Capcom, I have not found it. There are also a lot of these. This would be a very long image search to do. <laughs> yeah, there are a ton of these. Um. Anyway, other question from Carito is, uh, I've recently gotten more into 3D printing since a friend got one, and a print shop opened a few blocks from my place, so I wanted to ask, what's a 3D printed add-on accessory for a toy that only you would like to have? For example, I want someone to make me Greymon from Digimon Helmet to put onto Kingdom T-Rex. Damn, that's actually a pretty cool idea. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if, if you could have a, a 3D printed add-on made just for you, that you're pretty sure only you uh, and maybe three other people want. That's what it would be. Um, uh, oh, boy. There's so many stupid little deep cuts one could state for this. Uh, I, you know what? I'm greedy. I would want replacement gears for the Action Master Elites so that I could make all their gimmicks work again. <laughs> there we go. Apparently, that I'm the only one who wants it. That so- probably wouldn't be too hard, depending on how easy it is to crack one of those things' torsos open. Yeah, I, I I just really want that. I really want that. I want all their gimmicks to work, and I want all the gears to be replaceable so they can always work. Damn it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking very small scale, but it's been a chip on my shoulder for a few years. Um, I don't know. Aaron, have you got anything in mind? Like, uh, for some reason, when I thought of you, I was like, Aaron would want 5mm pegged calipers for all his toys to hold, but I don't know why that's where my brain... I think it's because you've talked about calipers. Do you think I just, like, roll around with calipers in my pocket, just, like, 
you know, in case somebody needs something measured with extreme precision. I need you to measure the thickness of, of a hat. I need you to measure the thickness of these trading cards more. Like, <laughs> no, I did that at work. I took some of them into work, and I got a lot of really weird looks. Rightfully so. But it's not like I just like roll around with calibrated calipers just because. Calipers, Aaron's signature accessory. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I'm just I'm just slack jawed, shaking my head <laughs> at the Skype win or at the Discord window. Uh, it's just immediately that that word was just like filling my mental image the moment I read read this question. It was like calipers. All that Chris thinks of me all of these years of friendship, Aaron. Oh yeah, calipers. That's yeah. the thing. Well, not just calipers, also helicopters. <laughs> Helicopters full of calipers. <laughs> I bet you could fit a lot of calipers in a helicopter. You you could. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, do you have do you have a three D printed add on you would like for a toy? I, the thing that just came to mind would have a a like a kind of separate caveat that would have to exist of if the three millimeter clip and peg or the clip system actually continued on and was a big thing imagine a five millimeter peg with a three millimeter bar on it hell yeah so that anybody that can do the 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 five millimeter hole can also do the three millimeter clip but then the three millimeter clip thing lasted for like nine months and hasn't really ever shown up again. hell you <laughs> i missed that thing uh well, TJ, what about you? What's a what's a three D printed add on for a toy you'd like to have? I'm actually having trouble even thinking of anything. Yeah, I was kind of stuck because yeah. I was like, I was like, I know I've said things I want toys to have, but like with three D printing, often I'm just like, please print parts on toys that break all the time, so that we could replace yeah. them. <laughs> I, I I mean I, I'm not the type that's like to buy, like, upgrade sets in the first place. I, I can't think of anything where it's like, this is a specific thing that I really liked that they're never going to do, so someone 3D print me one so I can just have it. Um, You know, and, and it'd, be, it'd boil down to things that, like, everyone would want at some point, you know, like all, like all the added, like, accessories or, ba- or like, you, know, you could give, like, Dinobot, mm. you know, between, like, bandoliers mm-hmm. of bullets and his hammer like he, we have all that already like that's just already been a thing and then i was thinking like is there is there any scene is there any scene that i would love to recreate in just like uh any, any kind of like 3d form literally the only thing i could think of because i don't know why i thought it was so funny as a kid was uh the old episode divide and conquer where you've got Sunstreaker and uh, Sideswipe literally riding Sy- uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker. Like they're, you know, like <laughs> oh, they're yeah. like, yeah, because like it's, Sunstre- it's Sunstreaker riding him like a surfboard. And then uh, Sideswipe is like hang gliding with Thundercracker. And there is part of me that's just like, can I just get like little versions of those characters that can fit? the way they did in the cartoon just so i can actually see what that actually is supposed to look like that'd be kind of fun to have like a little seated character with a five millimeter peg on their butt that you could just stick into things mm-hmm. just like kind yeah. of have them like yeah, chilling that'd... out on the side of a, of a wall or something 
You think about you think about all of the figures that we have now that have five millimeter ports all strewn about them. Like, just give me give me like little figurines with like flip out five millimeter pegs. Yeah, be, then I can just have characters riding around. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of like because along those lines, I'm, I'm just thinking like, what's a thing that I just think would be neat? And the first thing I thought of, 3D print me a bicycle. That all of my figures can attempt to ride. I don't know why, but right now, I want to try to make all of my toys ride a bicycle. Like, pose on a bicycle and ride it. Not a motorcycle, just like a dinky little bicycle with baseball cards in the spokes. I don't know why. That's where my brain just went. Or, you know, just make a toilet that I can have my all my toys sit on. You know, there's also that, too. Um... Anyway, I hope that answered your questions, Carito. Because uh, now we're going to go into our final little segment where we talk about what else we got um, lately. I, I know Aaron's chomping at the bit because he built it. So he built something. He, he made. Mm-hmm. He create. He birthed form from the goo that is Lego brick. So, Aaron, what what did you do? Lunar lander. Moon lander. Damn, I forgot you had that. Yeah, I I bought it a while back, and I. Kind of been in a bit of a, a build funk. Um, just you know, you can have too much stuff going on. And uh, oh, I know we it. had a <laughs> had a significant push at work um, that had been meaning that I'd been working fifty plus hour weeks. And like, even though I'm just sitting here at home not doing anything, it had been quite a drag. And I'd realized I'd kind of been a a kind of poopy person for a while. And uh, Somebody was very kind in her own way of telling me to quit being a, a poopy person. And I was like, well, fine. I want to build something. And I watched a whole lot of Gunpla videos and was like, hey, maybe I'll do some Gunpla. And then, like, nobody had it around and I couldn't have it in a decent time. So I went and, like, stomped my way off um, back to, like, kind of the room of shame where there's a bunch of stuff that still needs to be open and done with. I was like, oh, I've got some Lego sets. Maybe I'll build that modular I have. No, I don't want to deal with the modular. <gasps> Space. So, that's how it happened. Now you know. Excellent. I'm, and it's, it's, it sounds like it also achieved its uh, desired effect. Yeah, it, it did a good job of breaking me out of uh, kind of a poopy funk, and, uh, and it, it was a pretty neat build. Um, it's like kind of like the the Saturn V, where as you go along, it like as you're building a thing, it'll have like a little inset thing, uh, like a little inset, like looks like three paragraphs, but it's really like three sentences, but translated mm-hmm. three times. Um, about because so the lower part of it uh, of the lunar lander has specifically in it, it has two sets of like you build two sets of tanks it's like the oxygen and and um what would that have been no it wasn't oxygen and kerosene uh, i can't remember what the lunar blander's propulsion was um but you build those tanks um one of the segments has a part that drops down and it has a camera in there and that's like the camera that filmed the astronauts coming down the lunar lander um that was just like a pop-out panel on the side of it so they could at least get that much video of it um 
and has some other interesting things as you go along. Um, has one of those segments opens up so that it has the um, lunar retro reflector thing, which is the you can still to this day shoot uh, laser at the moon and measure photons coming back off of these like retro reflector grids that they laid out. So you can Ooh. very it's it's like the the clearest science experiment to prove that man has gone to the moon. Um, so it's, it's really neat. The, uh, lunar ascent module part comes off, um, so that you can leave the base behind. Um, it's, it was a, it was a good build. Oh, nice. Felt good for it. I haven't built Lego in years, all of a sudden. And, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't got the urge cause I know I also still have unbuilt Lego. I could always dig up, but yeah, I'm staring at a modular and the Sesame Street set that I still have been meaning to build. I still haven't yeah. built my one modular to the st- or this is the worst one. I still have an unbuilt sea cow. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 there's a thing I kind of have issue with the set, it's that they have a really cool printing for the astronauts' torsos that is the uh, Apollo spacesuits, mm-hmm. and then they use the just generic Lego like astronaut helmet air tank backpack thing deep sea diver like that kind of all in one thing oh okay kind of wish that they would have like i know part of of these sets is to to not create a bunch of new pieces for a thing but i feel like you could have made a like something that is more like what the actual lunar excursion hardware was i'm always okay with on minifigs breaking that rule conceptually because Mm -hmm. the minifigs aren't builds so to me it's fine well i mean part of it so like i'll say from from the engineering and understanding side of things it's because like you're making a piece that's only going to be used one other place like in one place Uh, yeah i guess and that's for this specific nasa set so is it worth it engineering wise financially wise all of that stuff to make a new part that's going to require you know new molding new expensive hardware and lego doesn't cheap out on like their manufacturing molding to make a thing or do you go with something that's close enough and i mean nasa logo is all over this stuff it's officially done with nasa was done for the 50th anniversary of apollo like NASA approved it, so like uh, I got, yeah, I got the solution. Okay. I got the solution. It's gonna make you groan. Just do more NASA stuff, you know. Just yeah, hey, just do more NASA yeah. things. So you got to make more yeah. of those minifigs. Then there you go. <laughs> you have an Apollo twelve lunar lander, an Apollo th- thirteen problem. Um, yeah, you can do a lot of things. Uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad that it. Uh, now exists as its chosen form and is no longer simply formless mm-hmm. brick. Uh, sounds like it was fun. I yeah. uh, this is this is a slight tangent. I'm still eyeballing that stupid NES. I'm still eyeballing it. Uh, dude, yeah, th- it is a, a gorgeous set. I know it is. <laughs> like, quit eyeballing it. Just bite the bullet and do it. I, I don't like. I don't got the room. I don't got the room uh, in my in my monies uh, to, throw, I mean, to throw down. You, 
Canada do plasma donation? Can you sell? Can you sell like <laughs> bodily products? Because uh, I'm not saying you should go out on the street and hook yourself, but like you're full of fluid and you can be rid of some of it. I could take a bath. I'm still eyeballing that set. Uh, you keep talking about your new job and, and stuff. You should. Uh, it's I'm eyeballing. I'm eyeballing that set, and then they just announced the question block set. It like flips mm-hmm. out into like a third of Mario sixty four, which is just like awesome. All right, well, um, we should we should uh, bump along here. DJ, uh, what about you? What's what's been non Transformers for you of late? So, not a heck of a whole lot. I am still on my Zenkaider train with the uh, Zen uh, Kaiju gear, mm-hmm. which is essentially the Fang memory cosplaying the Dragon Zord. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I I did the yeah. I did the head tilt thing for a second, but then you said Dragon Zord, and I was like, oh yeah, I saw pictures of that. Yeah, because it literally does. Like it, it like because the whole gimmick to that entire character is it's the it's like the 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 Q-Rex from Time Force and the original, and it, and it like flips into like a uh, semblance of the Dragon Zord's head. Hmm. Because that that's the because that's the combination. I got the see. I've, it's been so long. I lost track of what all I've gotten. I did get like the actual Zenkai Juo as well. I, I have which I have not been keeping up with Zenkaiger beyond what comes up in my Twitter feed. Uh but it, it looks like it's been like toy wise and show wise looks like it's been quite fun. Uh, oh the toys have been the toys have been fantastic for this line so far. Oh uh, that's awesome. Like, everything feels solid and then you know you're not breaking things up into a million bits like some of the past swords. Yeah. Even the uh the candy toys were kinda hitting it. Like they, they went all out on the it's not Udo anymore. They made up a new name for it, I think, but the the soft spiritual successor to Udo for that line. Uh it's like slight mini plot, but it isn't, and it's slight Sodo and it isn't, but it's like the figures are articulated and then there's also pieces for them to combine, it looks like. I, I kinda I might be mixing up two lines, but they, they were the candy toy department was going really going for it on Zenkaiger. Um, yeah, if yeah, it feels like a toy line where they're actually trying like really hard to get everything across really well. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, I yeah i I haven't really been keeping up with a lot of Toku toys that aren't Sodo. <laughs> it's kind of just become like my dead focus. Even figures yeah. I've stopped paying attention to a lot of the time. I'm just like, what's yeah. Sodo? Yeah, well, for for me, it's like Saber's toy line did absolutely nothing for me, and now I'm trying to pull my interest back for Revice, which it looks more fun, but it also like just looks like a toy. It is literally like, I'm, an I'm Etch-a-Sketch. Like, uh, yeah, well, it's a Magnadoodle. Is or, sorry, Magnadoodle. Yeah, mm-hmm. not Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, but it, it's, which is, it's one of those belts where it's like, I can't buy this as a high-tech piece of gadgetry. It just looks like a toy. Yeah, like, I, I can't unsee the toyeticness. I saw on Twitter also so, someone in Japan went for it and just tried to use the stamp like several hundred, if not a thousand times, uh, in con- quick succession, and imme- and did show that like yeah, over the years the Magna Doodle will wear out the way Magna Doodles do, and you'll start just getting yeah. like like dead quote unquote pixels on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
So that's, you know, thing to, I guess, think about. Uh, the nice thing about being Soto oriented is, e- like, Soto isn't even focused on the whole lines anymore. So I don't need, like, cause with Revice, like, you know, I, I, cause I have to say it every single time, like, I'm put off by, by Kira, um, Kimura Subaru, uh, still. Uh, and it's not, not anyone else's problem. It's like, it's like me with Tom Cruise. He puts me off as well. Uh, but, uh, the nice thing about Soto <laughs> is, like, much like with, the last two years, like Soto Revice Wave One, is seventy five percent Saber and Zero One. Uh, it's just them catching up on stuff. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I, I don't even like if I just follow Soto, I feel like I'm in a different timeline toy wise from everyone else following Tokusatsu toy lines because I just keep getting these sets of figures. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I guess these ones are from the new show, but uh, also here's the V Cinemas from Zero One, and then here's like, I guess this was like from a magazine video for Saber, and I guess this is a big spoiler for Saber I don't know about yet. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not by the way in my own what I got off topic, but uh, anything else, TJ, on your end, you want to hit? Um, not not especially. I'm uh picking up more of the Super Seven Ninja Turtle line. So I've got Michelangelo and Rocksteady now. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're still very nice, solid, super hefty, though. Like, I think they're articul- I, I think the, I, I, th- I think they're getting a little exhausted on the, on the turtle mold because Michelangelo's not quite as solid as the past ones I've, I've experienced. Hmm. But, you know, beyond that, still, still a great little, uh, still a great little thing to see, like, the old designs redone in, like, super articulated form. Yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, well, just just uh, I guess like kind of finishing up this this little segment um, for Super Seven. I'm just waiting to see how those Transformers turn out. <laughs> Mostly Bonsai Tron. I'm just like, I'll pick up your Bonsai Tron. Let's see how it goes. Right. Uh, other than that, little update: the Masters of the Universe Origins update. Here's my current collection. I got Skeletor V1 and Evelyn V1, and then I got the new head Skeletor, and I got the new colors. Evil in, and I got Faker, and I got Merman, the second version, who looks more threatening and cool, because that one was out now. Uh, and I got Scareglow. That's all. I got seven figures. I'm looking for Battle Armor Skeletor, so I got all the Skeletor head sculpts. Uh, and I'm waiting for that Frank Langella Skeletor, if that's real. Uh, otherwise, like, I don't, I'm trying real hard to not chase anything. I don't, I don't see many of the reissues I've heard about, like, floating around in Canada yet. But, like, that to- that line is still a problem. Masters of the Universe Origins confirmed, still a problem. Uh, I've been able to also ignore the the quadrupeds and the vehicles, thankfully. They are priced perfectly for dumbass Im- impulse purchases as well. Because they're bigger, and you're like, oh, 30 Canadian bucks for an articulated battle cat? Why wouldn't I? And it's like, because I don't want it! I don't want battle cats! Why am I even thinking about this? Um... Uh, that's my little origins update. Uh, otherwise, um, I got in uh, just the other day. I got a Kickstarter uh, thing in of a, of a little board game made by the Game Crafter, um, manufactured there, I should say. It's called the Doom Machine. Uh, it's it's really fun. It's one of those mint tin games where it's a little little stack of thin cards 
uh, tall thin cards, and then a whole bunch of dice and some cubes. And it's it's a really fun game. There's a pr- you can get a print and play version, I think, as well if you want to just make your own. Uh, but the Doom Machine has you rolling dice and using them to inflict damage on the various randomized components of the Doom Machine that come out of the Doom deck, and then the Doom Machine hits you back. So you can use some of the dice, instead of hitting the Doom Machine, you can use them as shields to try to survive against the Doom Machine. You're basically trying to make it to the end of the Doom Machine deck and kill its core, which is the last card. But you gotta kill some parts of it along the way, otherwise like you can't keep up with all that damage. So it's this really neat dice roll uh, placement, uh, kind of push-your-luck game. And uh plays really fast. It's, it's a perfect mint tin game. I really like it. The art's cool. Uh, I would recommend it, especially if you're in the States. Ordering from the Game Crafter is not all that expensive shipping-wise. Um, or if you can print and play stuff. It's super fun. Uh, also, I painted some miniatures the other day, but that was uh, for Extra Life, where we raised $355. And I'll plug the Extra Life because it's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron's mm-hmm. Andy Roo's Gaming Gang. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely owing another Extra Life painting stream because we hit 350 so it's not necessarily the next one I do, but I'm going to do some Monster Apocalypse painting specifically for Extra Life. Uh, I've been getting ideas in my head of how to do stupid stuff during that one. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good rewarding times. Aaron, how have you been doing on Extra Life? Um, I've been going slow, unfortunately. Um, actually, did just have Extra Life responded to my tweet from last night. Um, Oh. Thanking me for all the work that I do, which is kind of odd. I just noticed that. Okay, um, <laughs> they must be listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was it was while I was kind of stream captaining your stuff um, and having that link ready to go anytime that you started talking about it or just randomly dropping it in chat. Um, but no, I'm just under six hundred dollars myself right now with the max goal of the thousand. Um, I've got actually uh, next weekend. Um, so it'll be before this even goes up, but, um, I'm doing another one of my, um, 12 hours at the board game cafe, mm-hmm. uh, here in town. Um, Merlin's beard has been very excellent about their, uh, if you're away from your table, you, you were wearing a mask. And if you're sitting at your table and you don't have food, wear your mask. Um, okay. You have a drink. All right, you, you put your mask on between drinks. All right, okay, cool. Um, which is has been nice. Um, all of their stuff gets gets cleaned in between uses, so that you're not playing a game that somebody else may have have uh, coughed on or something. So, oh, I hope I hope it goes well. I didn't want to say yeah. I wanted to say specifically on on the recording. Thank you for chilling out in the chat and doing all that. Because did you know it's a million times easier to do a live stream when someone else is doing something in the, in the chat? Yeah, I I figured as much, and that's why as soon as I was like, oh, well, Chris is is doing this, and it's for extra life. Better put on my captain hat, and uh, and 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 figured that was about the easiest thing that I could do while sitting here and bouncing through reddit and whatever anyway thank you all for listening (laughs) and we'll uh be back with more stuff later uh in fact i'm hoping to have a fun little uh paleontology oriented uh discussion uh sooner than later if i can line things up right but in the meantime aaron and tj thank you for joining me and uh yeah Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk to y'all later
Good means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay. 